everyone ready? Because it's time for high school football on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online, online. at WBVI.com. Online now. High school football is brought to you by Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Big B Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit, MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Morgan Advanced Materials, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Hang on, it's time to go to the booth for all the action. Right here on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI and online. Let's do it. Hit it. At WBVI.com. Welcome on out to Liberty Benson High School. Your site for week three of high school football. We open up conference play in the Blanchard Valley Conference tonight. Arlington taking on Liberty Benton. Both teams enter tonight at 1-1 one one on the season. Arlington in a solid win against Harden Northern Week 1, but we're on the wrong side of a blowout last week to Allen East. Liberty Benson won big over Elyria Catholic in Week 1 and fell last week to Columbus Grove. This is BBC Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. Lance Morris here with you for today's rivalry matchup between Arlington and Liberty Benton. Joining me for today's action is Jimmy Nicholson. Jimmy, two teams obviously know each other very well. Always a big game when these teams match up. What are you looking forward to seeing here tonight? Looking forward to a, a nice little classic backyard rivalry. Like I, we, we got a chance to do that scrimmage, Arlington and Grove, and I really thought that was a really competitive scrimmage. I think it was like 16-13 if you technically keep scores. So, I mean, Liberty going down to Columbus Grove last week kind of gives me a little bit of hope here for the Red Devils tonight. Um, it's beautiful out. The weather's perfect. Um, beautiful field here at Liberty Benton. This turf field is second to none in the BBC for sure. Um, just a beautiful night. I, I think it's going to be a great hard-fought game. I think Hopefully it comes down to the end and we stay entertained the whole time. And it's also fun just, you know, when you mentioned turf, Liberty Benton, only team in the BBC that has turf. North Baltimore now has turf, I believe, but they're, of course, no longer in the league. Really? I don't think I knew they had turf. They, I think, I think they, they have a whole new complex down there, and I believe uh, it is turf. I would say last time I was in the park with the oldest benches I had ever seen in my <laughs> life. Felt like we were straight out of, uh, remember the remember the Titans? Remember the Titans? I was oh, thinking, yeah. like, three little wooden benches over there. Yeah, they decided not to play BBC schools. Was that last year or two years ago? So, yeah. But yeah, Liberty looks sharp in these brand-new uh, blue uniforms as well. So um, those must be new as well. So, yeah, I'm excited. Excited for a kickoff here. I, man, Arlington fans are a little scarce, it looks like, over here. But Liberty fans are out. They're, they're, uh, fill, they're filling in. Filling in. All right, all right. We still got time. We got around that track. It pushes you a little further away. Um, I, I going to say, that, there's so. a decent amount of people standing up around there. Okay. Arlington's in their, in their white with the red pants. Liberty's in all blue. Should be a good night. Um, it's, it's nice and warm. It was nice and cool the last two few nights. And now it's heating up for the kids. I, Hopefully everyone's hydrated and, and ready to go. I know that it's been a fair week. I know it's a big week for a lot of Arlington kids as well. I'm sure Liberty has quite a few kids uh, taking animals. and you know It's a busy week all around, but for the whole county. and Hopefully everybody you know, stays healthy and is hydrated and ready to go. Ready for the Harold Florian funeral kick. Liberty Benson will receive Arlington deferred to the second half. It will be returnable for Liberty Benton at about the 10-yard line. And Brought down pretty quickly after getting past the 20-yard line will be the Eagles. So that's where we'll see the Liberty Benton offense get onto the field for the first time here today. They're, of course, led by their senior quarterback, Mason Maud, who was their primary running back a season ago behind Cam Garlock in their typical shotgun offense. But he shifts a little bit over to the QB spot. 
Yeah, that was uh, Wikes just shot right through there. No one picked him up. He, he tripped him up. That was a great play on special teams. See, Liberty's predominantly usually four or five wide, and try like to swing it, throw it around to run it up the middle. We'll see how it goes. Rebound will come out with a trips to the right set to start things off. In the shotgun will be Mod. He'll drop back. He'll look to throw a little screen pass on the far side that's going to be caught for a first down and a little more. And will be brought down at about the 36-yard line. A little bit of a screen pass that time for Liberty Benson on the first down. Yeah, nice little play design. Um, looked like there was a holding out on that far side, um, but nothing was called, so play on. But, yeah, good play design. Usually you set the screen up early, you know, trying to push the ball down the field in there, but they come out right away with it. Good play call. I don't know if it's the school, but there's looks like there's a drone up there too. Interesting. First and 10 for Liberty Benton from about the 35-yard line. It'll be right up the middle that time for Zach Elkert as he's right around the first down marker and looks like he will have enough. So two straight plays, two straight first downs for the LB offense. Yeah, not a great start for the Arlington defense. They just faked that jet motion there that receiver went. Usually pulls somebody with them. They ran it right in the right in B gap there on the right side. So, yeah, got a little more resistance from Arlington. They're in their 3-4. They like to get their athletes up and, and stand into moving. So those three down linemen got to take up the bodies of the offensive linemen for Liberty. Let's see if they can do that here. Not the best start for the Devils. First and 10 for Liberty Benton from the 47. They'll do a little jet sweep to Seth Elker, but he'll end up getting tripped up by the turf monster and end up losing a handful of yards. That was great contained by the defensive end for Arlington. It's really hard to see numbers here with that shade. I think that was Ken, 53, that really kept contained and kept their running back inside. They tried a little jet sweep on the motion that time, actually gave it to him, and um, he had to got forced to cut back in and fell down. So great great start for Arlington on that one. Now we've got a second and 12 here. And a half minutes left in quarter. Number one still scoreless here between Liberty Benson and Arlington. It'll be two receivers to the right, one to the left with a tight end on the right side. Mod will look to throw near side, and that's going to be caught for a first down and just a touch more for Liberty Benson as that time it was Seth Elkert on the ground for the Eagles' first down. Yeah, that's their main receiver like you, we talked about, I heard in the pregame. So Arlington's got to know they're going to try to get him the ball. It's just a little five-yard hitch, a little straight rollout. He did a good job of catching the ball, just going straight up the field um, before he was tackled by a, you know, a couple of Red Devils. But that's too soft a coverage. We've got to, Arlington's got to make sure they get him up a little bit more than that, get up in them. Bring up first and 10 for Liberty Benson as they get into Arlington territory at the 41. Send a man in motion to the right as model keep it this time. So he's able to follow his blocks and get out to about the 35 for a gain of six. Yep, Liberty with that motion again. Like they've given it to him, they faked it to him. The quarterback fakes it, runs it right up the middle. Has a nice seam. It just seems like anything Liberty wants to do right now, and there's not much resistance on the Red Devils so far. It's going out in four coming up for Liberty Benton from the 35-yard line in Arlington territory. We'll see. Looks like two receivers out to the right, one to the left. Mod in the gun, running back to his left. He'll hand it off this time on the option to Elkert, and he's got a nice set of steam as he'll be taken down inside of the 20-yard line. Nice run that time for Zach Elker for another Liberty Benton first down. Yeah, just a straight power. power. They pulled the left tackle right into their right side and just came giant hole. I mean, no resistance at all till about seven or eight yards down the field. Great run for Liberty Benton. Inside, inside the 20 here, down to the 19. First and send coming up for Liberty Benton. Just under nine minutes left to go here. First quarter of action, still scoreless. 
between the Eagles and the Red Devils. The Eagles, though, looking to get their first points of the game on the board on this drive as they'll send Elkert in motion. They'll hand it off to the other Elkert, who's going to keep his feet chopping and finally be brought down at about the 15 as they run another little option-type play, and Zach Elkert will keep it that time. It looked like it was about the same play. They ran it two times in a row. I, I, I can't blame the offensive coordinator. Something was that wide open. I'd run it again as well. Um, but this time, you know, the Red Devil linebackers are there. I think Wikes was in there to hit him for a short game. So it's second and six, it looks like, down to the 15. Mod getting back onto the field for Liberty Benton. So we'll see now two receivers out to the right side, just one to the left, and Elkert by himself. Mod in the gun. They'll fake the give. He'll look to throw on the near side. That's going to be caught for another big play as they'll get into inside the five-yard line. It looks like Lemire on the ground that time for LB. First and goal coming up. Yeah, they're just on the short side of the field. Little little three or four-yard hitch to the outside receiver on the short side, so the, the pass is real easy. Just breaks the tackle. Jolliffe misses him, and he gets it five more yards after point of contact. So Liberty's down to the five here. First and, first and five from the five, I guess. First and goal. Looking for Arlington to maybe get some more guys in the box, but I guess they keep throwing it out wide, so they keep him honest. Good play calling by Liberty so far. Mod will hand it off to Zach Elkert. He'll plunge forward. He'll get about two or three. Nothing to that. Just a little run to the right. Looked like he was going to get in for a second, but they did a good job of getting him down. Just seems like 736, it seems like Red Devils need to come up with a stop. It doesn't look like they have much uh, much hope here. Liberty's still in the shotgun on the two. I know that's kind of just how you do it now. If you're in shotgun, you're shotgun all the time. But Mod in the gun, two receivers to his right. It'll be a keeper for Mod as he looks for a block. He won't find one as he's going to be brought down by three Red Devils for a loss of a yard or two. Yeah, Luke Mexer shot through that hole. They tried to go a little quarterback iso to the left. Um, like I said, shotgun down on the goal line. I mean, like I said, call me old school if you want. I like to get under center and... Run that baby right at him with a fullback. But uh, you do have more players when you're hiking to the, halfback, the quarterback going straight, but it takes so much longer than just taking a snap and handing it off. The linebacker for Arlington, Mexico, had a nice read and just filled that hole right away. Now it's, what, third and three here on the three? Third and goal? Yes, it is. As we'll see two receivers to the right, one to the left again for Liberty Benton. Ma this time will look to throw, looking in the back corner of the end zone. Elkert brings it in for Liberty Benton. Touchdown, little goal line fade, working to perfection. LB will strike first. Wow. It really just the plays that you practice when you're a kid. You just throw that to the back corner pylon and left pylon. It looked like Roush gambled. I think he maybe thought they were running out. He got caught staring at the quarterback. He just ran right behind him. Perfect throw from Mod um, for a touchdown. It was really perfect. He did a nice little toe tap in. Um, Arlington almost came up with a stop and give it up on third down here. See if they can respond offensively. PAT will be up and good for Liberty Benton. They'll take the 7 0 lead with 6.39 left to go here in the first quarter. We'll keep it here this time on Classic. It's 96 7 WBVI Online through WBVI.com. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nicholson. Here with you for tonight's matchup between Liberty Benton and Arlington. Looking at some scores from around the area. Looks like Hopewell Loudon has struck first against Faustoria. They take a 6-0. You can hear that over on our sister station, WFOB. Some other games in the area. Van Buren striking first. They lead Arcadia 8-0. And Ethan Purser taking on his former school in Arcadia. Riverdale Elmwood remains scoreless. 
Same thing for Pandora, Giboa, and Ellipsic. And, of course, we will have more BBC action tomorrow as Macomb will play host to Beechcroft. Yep, not the start you want to, You want if you're a Red Devil, that's for sure. Um, Arlington really needs to respond here. See if they can, you know, they really need to control the ball, run that clock a little bit, and, you know, keep the, keep the ball away from Liberty after, after watching that impressive first drive. So we're getting set for the Harold Florian the Funeral Home Kickball story is oldest established funeral home serving the area for over 100 years. Find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Faustoria. This kick will be away. Right on the edge of the goal line, returnable for Arlington. It's Cavani on the return, and he gets a nice little run back as he gets stopped just shy of the 25. Yeah, nice kickoff all the way down to the all the way down to the goal line. I didn't know if he was going to catch it, but no hesitation from Aiden Cavani bringing it out. Nice return. Guess I'm just so used to watching the college and NFL. No one returns those ones. They let him go every time. Well, also last Friday, Eastwood's kicker routinely was putting it through the back of the end zone. So that's true. I, we got that's a little true. spoiled with that. Yeah, you didn't have to. You didn't have to say anything on kickoff. It's out of bounds. But let's see. Let's see what the Red Devils can do here and um, see if they can respond. First and ten for Arlington from their own 24-yard line. We'll see two backs behind Hancock as he'll go under center. Just one receiver to the left. A fullback dive this time for Arlington. Is get a nice little drive that time. This looks like they'll pick up about five. Yeah, little dive, little, little dive right option. Just gave it right to the fullback. Nice six-yard gain. Big hole. Of course, one of the big things to look at for Arlington, of course, a team that likes to run the ball, but they're without one of their uh, leading blockers. Yeah, Barry. You're talking about Barry that's out? Yes. Yeah, White Barry is out tonight. With a oh go go, uh, with a with a wedding go Trent Haycock down the left side. Trent Haycock is running. That's, that's a nice next. I don't know how Haycock many of this. I'm taking over play by play here, Lance. <laughs> I am sorry. Little option left. Trenton just running up the sideline. I didn't want. I didn't want to interrupt. Didn't want to interrupt you. So, so I just big play for Trenton. Happen. Big play for Trenton Haycock and the Red Devils. They really need that to get going. Um, sorry, I am a little bit biased here. If people don't know, I am from Arlington. I'll keep it as, as plain as I can, but. Great option on the read there. Trenton kept it and rolled down the left sideline for a huge gain. Down to inside the 30 to the 29. We'll just ignore the fact that you were like, go, go, go. <laughs> oh, shoot. You said it was a big rivalry. I did. <laughs> it's going to be a handoff this time to Kane Russell. He's going to lose the ball, and it pops up. Liberty Benton hops on top of it. I thought he might have been down before, but no, they're going to say it was, in fact, a fumble. Liberty Benton, after that big play, going to take over after the fumble by Russell. Yeah, it was just a dive up the middle. It was a huge hole again. He got swung around by the Liberty player, and they must have pulled it right out as he was going down. I'm with you. I had the glare of the window in here, and I didn't see uh, didn't see it come out as well. Kind of got a the sun's going down on us. It makes it hard for us to see. But, yeah, big play by the Liberty Benton defense, just what they needed after they gave a big play. Now let's see if the Arlington defense can stiffen up here and show a little bit of life and get a stop. Liberty Benton will take over with 5.43 left to go first quarter. They lead 7 to nothing. Split back look in the gun. Model handed off this time to Zach Elkert. He'll go forward. He'll get stopped at about the 28-yard line for bigger can than I thought it was going to be. Well, if you want to talk about banged up players, and we're talking about Barry, that was out, you want to talk about. Their best running back at Gapu is out with a torn ACL, but Barry has a has his sister's uh, wedding tonight. He's one of our best offensive and defensive linemen. At Arlington, you play usually predominantly both sides of the football. So 
But, yeah, hopefully someone else steps up for Arlington, and uh, we'll get him back next week. Barry, for sure. Handed off to Noah Davis that time for his first carry of the game for the 5 fix senior. A little scat back for Liberty Benton. It'll bring up a third and about four. Big play. Big play for Arlington. They really got to get it back. They had some momentum here. Now it's third and, third and three inside the 30 with a 29. So they need to get a stop here. I, I would expect them to run that same little counter play they did before, pulling that left tackle around. Looks like they're in a similar formation they were, but we'll find out. See two receivers to the left, one to the right with a tight end mod in the gun. He'll roll to his right, quick left quick hitter, going to be caught right around the first down marker. See where the forward progress is, is it's right around and looks like, yeah, they will in fact have it be just enough for Liberty Benton first down. Yeah, ref didn't hesitate on that. He's given the first down right away. Just a little three-yard out, little sprint left rollout, right on target from the quarterback, and um, all they needed. They only needed three, and that's all they got. Mod, nice pass from Mod rolling left. Right-handed quarterback turning his hips. Sometimes can be difficult um, at this level of football, but not for him. Great pass. First and 10 coming up for Liberty Benton from their own 32-yard line. 4-10 left to go. First quarter, Liberty Benton, the 7-0 lead on Arlington, as we'll see. Two receivers to the right side, split back look in the gun. Mod going to roll to his right. He'll look to throw as he'll overthrow his receiver at that time as it'll fall incomplete as he was looking for Elkert across the middle. Yeah, it seems like Liberty likes that rollout. When Arlington's in that 3-4, it makes it easier to get to the outside because that defensive tackle is in tight, and then you just can wall him down as an offensive tackle and get a lot easier. And they got an H back by that tackle, so it really makes it easy. They must they like something they've seen there. Um, if they get it out, get their guys in space, and they've been making the – DBs for Arlington miss, so seems like a good play, game plan so far. Get out in 10 for Liberty Benton. Trips to the right side this time. Just one receiver left. Model looked to throw. He's looking for the left side, and that is going to be broken up as he was looking for Seth Elkert. As that was a great defensive play that time by Arlington. I think that was Justin Roush. Yeah, great play by Roush. He had both hands on that thing. That's a pretty good pass by the quarterback. I mean, Elkert probably should have came back and tried to attack that ball. Roush went and got it at the highest point like you're supposed to. I mean, that's when you want the receiver and the DB in and out of his hands. It would have been a heck of an interception, but he was full out, full extension. But great, great play. I mean, I know that's a backup corner for Arlington, but he is a senior. Um, so it was a great, great coverage. Liberty's figuring out a way to get their best receiver one-on-one -on -one over there and um, almost had a big play. Third and 10 for Liberty Benton model again. Look to throw this time across the middle as it is popped up and again will fall incomplete. Closest to that was Haycock back there in the secondary. That'll bring up a fourth down, so that'll have Liberty Benton punt for the first time. And that's kind of the, the only issue when you run the kind of spread out offense that Liberty Benton does when you have that many passes. They all fall incomplete. You're left with fourth and 10. I was thinking the clock was moving pretty quick earlier that I look up and it hasn't even moved there. But, yeah, I mean, Liberty was running the ball really well. I, and then they just went. So that was straight three passes in a row, I believe. Right, Lance? Um, it will be fumbled on the punt return. Cavani will bring it back in right away. So we'll, in fact, stay with Arlington on the punt. And they will take over to about the 35. And, yeah, it was three straight pass plays for Liberty Benton. And they, I'd say two of them were, you know, fairly close as they hit off of one person's hand or another, whether it was the defender or the receiver, but yeah, when when you run three straight pass plays and all of them are incomplete, that leads to fourth and ten. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they Liberty maybe outthought themselves a little bit. They're running the ball really well that first possession and throwing short passes for success and then kind of trying to push it down the field. First didn't work ten out. for Arlington as they'll hand it off on the dive play for Cavani as they'll get about two. 
Yeah, it looked very similar to the first play of the game. They ran, they got four, like six yards, but this time the dive option to the right. To the short side, Matt would really be happy about that option right, but uh, nothing going. Great play up front by Liberty Benton's front four. I mean, Liberty Benton's usually in a 4-3, cover two. They press with those corners and keep those safeties deep. Um, that's how they usually like to do it, let those front seven do, do the work. Looks like they're in a 5-2. Down and eight for Arlington as looks like the ball came loose and some kind of extracurriculars on the far side, but I do believe Arlington was able to hop right back on it. Yeah, just bobbled the snap, and then he fell ball on it. That was that simple. Just, uh, I, I mean... Since I was an old school quarterback there back in the day, too many years ago, Lance, let's not, let's not talk about how many years ago it was, but I always blame the center for that. But some people can say the quarterback get out there early. So I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll defend Trent Hickok on this one. But with, either way, the center quarterback change didn't happen. Did a good job of just falling on it. Maybe something, maybe nothing, as I will tell you exactly what after this third down play. Haycock will look to throw, has to escape the pocket, and then sees a bunch of daylight in front of him as he's still moving and finally brought down right around at first down marker we'll see if he gets a favorable spot as the db was just trying to bring him down as much as he could as it will end up bringing a fourth and one for arlington we'll see what they look to do trevin lieb backup quarterback for liberty benton appears to be getting loose doesn't don't know if that means he's going in but something to worth noting for when liberty benton's back on offense oh did he get hurt or you just think they're going to try another quarterback I, I'm, that's what I'm trying to look and know. see. I, I just saw Trevin leave up and throwing, and well, back, it could be something, could be nothing. Okay, they're on the 44. they got about a foot to go from what I see. They're right on the 45. they got to get one foot. So this will be blown dead right before the play could have happened, as we'll see in Arlington at timeout with 138 remaining here in the first quarter. Liberty Benson, the 7 to nothing lead over Arlington. Arlington with the football, fourth and one near midfield. And we see Coach McGreen use his first timeout of the game. And our timeouts today brought to you by Warner Economy Corner, located at the corner of Blanchard Street and Blanchard Avenue for deals on wheels. And Jimmy, as you were alluding to, not a whole lot of distance for them to go on this fourth down play. I take it you don't overthink it. You just go either fullback dive or halfback dive or maybe even quarterback sneak. I like a QB sneak here with this much, especially the way Trenton's been running. He's a big, strong athlete. I would just, I would just goose it. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely tell they didn't get it. Like I said, my one friend was a ref. They always put it right on the line marker so they know. Does that make sense? So they put it right on the 35. So you have to touch that 45 for it to be a first down. So they got really 12 inches to go. Um, Seth Ulov was an old football referee. I didn't know they did that. They put it exactly. No matter where it's kicked, they always put it right on the yard marker so you know for that first first down. But, yeah, I would. It looks like they were going to run dive option before McGrain called time out. So, I mean, they're, they're pretty into that. Um, that's their main focus on especially when we saw them in the preseason that they ran that and felt like half the time they're running dive option against Columbus Grove. I mean, it was working. So I wasn't, I, I couldn't criticize any of that. So let's just see here. If Arlington's got enough to get 12 inches, it's a big play. They need it. Fourth and one for Arlington, two backs behind Haycock. He'll hand it off into Cavani. He got a first down and some more. He'll finally be brought down as he gets into Liberty Benton territory at about the 38 yard line. So big run for the sophomore will be an Arlington first down. Yeah, great, great read by Trenton. I couldn't tell who had the ball. They just switched the play the other way. Sometimes I know Trenton Haycock can have the um, the option to check check which way he wants to go when he sees a gap that he likes, and he must have saw something he liked, and they went to the right side for a little dive, came to Cavani with a great run. I mean, really, Liberty blitzed both guys right at the center, both A-gaps, if you don't know what A-gaps, but just right at the center and left the outside open. Haycock will hand it off this time to Caden Russell, first time 
getting a carry after the fumble on the last drive as he'll get a nice little head of steam, gets out to about the 34. Yep, same play the other way. Um, we'll dive it, just kept it. Trenton's got the option to give that to the running back, keep it, and run the option down the line and pitch it. And he's been he's been seeing, liking what he's seeing there. I can't blame him. We're getting four to five yards every time. Liberty's uh, thinking to stiffen up here, see if Arlington can keep it going and, and get some points here. Just under 45 seconds remaining, first quarter. Liberty Benton, the 7 0 Liberty Arlington with the ball and a big head of steam for Cavani as he gets into the next level and finally brought down at about the 20 yard line for another Arlington first down. And it seems uh, a good majority of the dives that they've had on, on these, you know, little option plays just running right through the defense some of these times. Yeah, there's some big holes. Arlington's opened up some big gaps. It looks like that was a trap play. I didn't see the pulling guy, but Cavani just full head of steam from four yards deep, um, just right up the middle. Thought he was going to break that tackle and go to the, take it all the way. Acock under center, two backs behind him. So a little option play, pitches it to Cavani. Left side has a bunch of daylight, and he will get into the end zone for the Arlington touchdown with 10.1 seconds to go in the first quarter. Just another great read by Trenton Haycock, the sophomore quarterback, with a great left-handed pitch going to the left side, into the short side. I mean, it's Liberty's defense. How many times can you let him hand it off on that dive, hand off on that dive, and then he pulls it out and pitches it? Great, great run by Cavani. When he sees a hole, he really can run through it. He's a... He's a big-time athlete for a sophomore. Those two, the quarterback and running back, both sophomores for Arlington with bright future. Coming back for the PAT. And it is up and good. So that'll tie this one up 7-7 seven to seven here as we near the end of quarter number one. Since we're so close to the end of the quarter, we'll keep it here again on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI. Online through WBVI.com. Lance Morris alongside Jimmy Nicholson for this matchup between Arlington and Liberty Benton. Little BBC football here week number three of high school football and that's kind of going to be the formula for Arlington to you know hang in this game to keep this game what they want to do is if they're able to run the ball as they did on that last drive everything is able to open up they take the time off the clock and that was in part how we saw Arlington pull this game out a year ago yeah I totally agree I mean the way Arlington was chunking the ball you almost could argue they're not going to hold on to the ball that long they, they were they'd be so successful on the runs and they were successful on that first possession without that fumble. But, yeah, I agree. I definitely think that's part of the game plan for sure. I don't think Arlington's attempted a pass yet. So I, I would – if you're running they've, it that way, you don't need to – back to pass, but Haycock ended oh, up scrambling. Oh, hey, took one. Yep, okay. Yeah, you're right. Good call on that. Well, that was great. I mean, after watching that first possession by Liberty Benton, I was thinking, oh, man, Arlington better be ready to go. But they kind of settled in here. Great response. Got a stop on defense. Then got another drive here. So 7-7. Seven, seven. Um, great response for the Red Devils to see – See if Liberty can respond here. They look like they, yeah, they lost a little bit of momentum. Like you said, you're our sideline reporter and our play-by-play -play guy. You're seeing so what's going on in the Liberty Benton sideline. Think maybe it could be a quarterback change. We'll find out here in a few. We'll be returnable for Liberty Benton at about the 20-yard line is getting into the next level briefly before being brought down right around the 31-yard line that time. That's where we'll see the Liberty Benton offense get back on to the field after a three and out on the last drive as they'll get one playoff presumably before the quarter comes to an end. Yeah, good coverage by the Red Devils. They really like got them low and high there by a swarm of Red Devils. Um, so let's see here. Mott's still in there it looks like, right? No, that's Trevin Lee. Is it? Okay, sorry. That Number two Trevin and Lieb. three. Or is it okay? is he it? might be out there as a running back, but it looks like Lee will at least uh, take this series at QB. We'll see two receivers okay. to the right, one to the left as they'll Handed off this time. That very well might have been Ma that he handed it off to. Couldn't get a clean read on the numbers. It'll be about a three-yard gain, and it was, in fact, Ma. So 
Looks like we'll see Liberty Benton uh, try out a little bit of a new look offense this time, but we'll step aside for a quick timeout. Score all tied up 7 to 7 through one quarter here at Liberty Benton. We'll be right back to start the second quarter here on Classic 967 WBBI. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go, NWO. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. I'm sure you understand. We are here from Liberty Benson. Your site for today's action, BBC Football Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI online through WBVI.com all nodded up 7-7. Seven to seven. Your score here as we start quarter number two, but looks like we have a at least briefly had a new quarterback out there for Liberty Benton as Lieb was out there on that last play. I do believe though it's Mod back there. No, he's still, no, he's, there. He's still he's back there. there. I just saw Mod back there first. Yeah, no, they but got... yeah, no, Trevin Lieb the junior now back at quarterback for Liberty Benton. Yeah, those are they're going two backs here. This is where they like to you know run one. They'll scissor them. Try to create some confusion, some misdirection here. I expect them to run the ball a little bit more. I think they're just thinking maybe Mod could can get it up um, inside and outside and, and handle the rock for him. He's second and seven for Liberty Benton. Lee will look to throw near side. Elkert with the grab as he'll be able to get a first down and a touch more as the sophomore will get out to looks like about the 46-yard line for the Liberty Benton first down. Great throw by Lee. Just now that, that that's that's what was working on him in that first possession. Kind of we're talking about in the timeout. Those little hitches. Arlington's off 10 yards. They got a five-yard hitch and whatever they want, and the receiver's doing a great job of catching it, getting upfield. I like receivers that get the ball, and they go forward. They don't dance with it at all, and Elkhart definitely does not do that. First and 10 coming up for Liberty Benton. Just a few moments into the second quarter of action between Liberty Benton and Arlington. We're all tied up at seven apiece. It'll be two receivers to the right, one to the left. Lieb in the gun. He'll drop back, he'll look, throw across the middle, and he'll find Seth Elkert yet again for another Liberty Benton first down as he's brought down pretty quickly after making the grab out to the 40-yard line. Yeah, they're, put, they're putting two or three receivers out to the right. They're leaving Elkert down here on the short side, so it's an easier throw for the quarterback. Arlington even pressed him with Ken and had the corner behind him, and it still didn't matter. He never took his eyes off Elkert the entire time, and as soon as he got past Ken, which Ken's probably just supposed to bump and cover the flats, and he hit him with it right in the seam. Great throw. Great throw. Backup. This looks like it started to me. First and 10 for Liberty Benton from the Arlington 40. Two receivers right, one to the left as they'll hand it off this time to Zach Elkert as he'll get a nice little head of steam as he'll get, looks like, right around a first down. Looks like he'll be just shy for a gain of nine. Yeah, just a little little lead, a little, quarter, a little running back iso to the left side. Great run. And I don't know, I, I said this on the last drive for Arlington, I wonder just if it's the turf that is allowing these players to just go so fast once they're in a hole. They do look fast tonight on both sides. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's, it's a nice, clean night. It's a beautiful night. Everybody's, yeah, I think you're right. Turf, I've never played on turf. Second down and one coming up. So this time they'll hand it off to Mod as he'll plunge forward for a first down and a little more as he gets out to right around the 27-yard line. Yeah, it looked like... Um, 
looked like Freisinger was in there and um, looks like Weichs was in there, but still still fell forward for a couple yards. Three, four, just right up the middle. It's like Liberty's running right up the middle or throwing that hitch the outside to the short side of the field. So nice little drive for Liberty. Just what they needed. They needed to respond here. They're down to the 27. Let's see if Arnold can come up with a stop here. Ten minutes left here in the first half. All tied up seven to seven. They'll hand it off to Zach Elkert, will the Eagles. He'll go out to about the 25 for a gain of three. Yep. The, the, the defensive line um, for Arlington seems to be doing a good job um, of getting off blocks and, and getting in there because they're just running it up the middle or throwing it outside. So um, they do just enough to keep you honest. You know, I won't be surprised if you see some kind of jet sweep or something. They could ran up the middle, up the middle, see if they can do something here. They're down to the 25 here on the second and seven. See two receivers to the right, one to the left. On to the left of Lieben, the shotgun. So he'll hand this one off to Mod right side as he'll get away from one tackler. And we brought down just past the 20 out, so it looks like about the 17-yard line. Yep, they pull those linemen and get them out just kind of on the edge. It's not a total sweep. It's more um, just, just a little bit outside. I mean, Russell was right there. Running back did a good job, just ran right through that and kept on going. If he'd have made it at the point of contact, could have been a third and four, but now they're looking at a third and one. Great drive by Liberty Benton so far. Just what they needed when I felt like momentum and they switched the quarterback here and they, they put together a really nice drive. Third down and one for Liberty Benton. Another split back look in the gun with two receivers to the right as they'll hand it off to Seth Elkert as they'll get out to the 15. Plenty for another Liberty Benton first down. Yeah, Elkers are just big, strong athletes. They run the ball hard. They run it straight up and down and they, they punish anyone that tries to come and get them. So Arnold's done a good job of gang tackling him because he's a He's a pretty big running back, that's for sure. Yeah, six foot three as a sophomore. That's uh, that is certainly a pretty big running back. He looks big out there. He's <laughs> a nice player. First and ten for Liberty Benson from about the 16-yard line. They'll hand off to Mod as he'll get away from one defender from the second and into the end zone for the Liberty Benson touchdown with 8-12 to go in the first half. Yeah, that's kind of what we thought. We thought they got Mod in the backfield. They're going to give him the ball, and that's just what they did. They they opened up. Pulled, pulled guys inside. Usually you pull them outside, pull them inside, and had a lead, lead running back block for him. Huge hole. Made, made the safety miss and in for a touchdown. Back for the PAT will be Garrett Nealis. It is up and through as that'll make it now 14 to 7 with 8-12 left to go here. First half of action. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. We'll come back with more here from Liberty Benton and Liberty Benton now retaking the lead against Arlington. You're listening to BBC Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. 
back we are to resume action. Liberty Benton retaking the lead here against Arlington with 8-12 left to go. First half of action, 14-7 is your score here on the Roper Corporation scoreboard. Lance Morris, Jimmy Nicholson here with you for this matchup between the Red Devils and the Eagles. And that is a big hole for Aiden Cavani and the Arlington Red Devils. Past midfield, still on his feet. Finally going to be tripped up just shy of the 30-yard line as that was possibly a saving tackle. That time for Liberty Benton. Reed Irwin that time making a very big stop, but that's a very big return for Arlington as they will start this drive in Liberty Benton territory. Yeah, all the way down to 30, 30 yards to go. Great return by Aiden Cavani. It was a great setup by Arlington. You saw them scissors. It's like almost the blocks were just at perfect time when Aiden got through there. That kicker was sizing up the whole time. Um, great. I mean, don't underestimate that tackle by Liberty Benton kicker. That was unbelievable tackle against Aiden. That's a, a really good open field runner. First and 10 for Arlington in Liberty Benton territory at the 30-yard line. Two backs behind Haycock. He'll go under center. He'll hand it off this time to Russell, but he'll be stopped after a gain of one. Yeah, it's right up the middle. The quarterback pirouetting there, spinning. I'm not sure what they're trying to do. If they're trying to confuse the linebackers for Liberty Benton, but nothing going there. Great stop inside by the interior Liberty Benton defense. Bring up a second down, and actually you're going to call that one a no gain, so we'll be second down and 10 from the 30-yard line for Arlington. Haycock will go under center, two backs behind him, receiver to the right. Option play, he'll pitch it left side to Cavani. He'll get to the edge, he'll stay going upfield as he'll be brought down just past the 25 out to the 24-yard line for a gain of six. Yeah, nice little, nice little option to the left. I think maybe they just gave Cavani a break after returning the kickoff 70 yards. Thought we'd, we'll hand the ball to Russell up the middle and then come back to Cavani after that. But great pickup of seven yards on second down. I mean, this is definitely four down territory, I believe. But I feel like I've said that before with coach, to Coach McGrain, and he said not so fast. I, I, I'll kick a field goal. So we're down to the tw- Arlington's is down to the 23 here. So uh, third and three. You're telling me that Coach McGrain Lee Corso'd you? <laughs> You told me that last two weeks ago. As Haycock will look to throw, but the pass will be batted down at the line as he was looking on the near side for his man and Luke Metzger, but was just batted down right away. Now that brings up fourth down. Yeah, that play looked just like the first down play right up the middle. They faked it up the middle, leaked uh, Luke Metzger out to the flats. He was wide open, but great play by the Liberty Benton defensive end. Got his hands up and batted it down. Would have been a big play for Arlington. So now we're looking at fourth and three on the 23. Arlington will keep the offense on the field. Two backs behind Haycock. Option play. He'll pitch it on the right side. Russell with it. He'll get upfield as he's going to get down just shy of the 10-yard line. So it'll be plenty for an Arlington first down as it'll pay off going for it on that fourth down. Yeah, more of the same from Arlington. Option, option to the far side of the field this time. Just got it to Russell. He did a good job of getting outside and then getting north and south after he got outside. So they got all the way down to the 12-yard line. So they can still get another first down, which is nice when you're not on the 10, having to, to get it in from here with six, 6.26 left. Liberty Benton's up 14-7, to seven, so Arlington's looking to tie this game up here. First and 10 for Arlington. We'll see just one receiver left side. Haycock will go under center, two backs behind him. Another option play this time. He'll hand it off to Cavani as he'll get a few yards that time and bring up a second down and... About six. That's like a delayed one, wasn't it, Lance? There was a little dive to the he right. Waited he waited until the closer. absolute last second to hand it off. Usually that, that hits so much quicker for Arlington. That one was like a delayed handoff. It still worked out all right for a nice little game, but it just looked a little awkward. Am I crazy? 
No, okay. you're, you're, you're right. It, it, it took a little while longer to develop than some of the previous plays. We were saying how fast everybody looked on the turf. They didn't look that That's fast. How, that that time, they did not look very fast. That is correct. Be second down at about seven for Arlington. Haycock, another option play. This time, we'll keep it, but he's going to be hit pretty much immediately. Forward progress will maybe just get him back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Liberty did a good job of getting that pitching lane that time. I think Trenton Hickok was looking to pitch it. He didn't have, he couldn't pitch it through the Liberty Benton kid. Had to force to go up, and then they just gang tackled him there. Um, big play for Arlington. I know, I know they do have a field goal kicker with Wesley Hartman Senior. He's done a good job, but I, I think they're looking for more, more than a field goal right here with 5:10 left, down 14 to seven to Liberty Benton. Worth noting, Arlington will get the ball to start the second half. They did defer. That's why you're the pro, man. You're always on that stuff. Third down and about seven for Arlington. Haycock under center. Pitch play right side. Cavani into the end zone for the Arlington touchdown as they are a PAT away from tying this one up with 4.51 to go in the first half. Yeah, it looks like maybe Cavani's still down, but they went with a quick toss to Cavani. They haven't run that yet. Um, I know he had his, his ribs hurt a little bit last week. Um, X-rays were negative. I don't know if that's a re-injury of his ribs or what happened there but he's moving around but not quite sure but he did get in for a touchdown but kind of a bad part is that, is that cavity down is that could you tell I, I believe it is I'm trying to look at numbers here it's hard to tell he's on his back and now there's a lot of people around him he's moving around uh, we'll see what the injury is but big possession for Arlington regardless the 13 to they got it's 14 to 13 now with an extra point oncoming. Great drive, great drive by Arlington. That's going to be a huge loss if Aiden Cavani cannot come back into this game. He's doing a whole lot for the Red Devils, returning kickoffs, running the ball like crazy, and uh, it'll be a big loss for the Devils. That is for sure. He is up and moving as his walking looks a little gingerly, but is walking under his own power. Yeah, I, I can't tell what he's favoring either. I, it's, I don't know if it's an ankle or maybe he's cramp. He might be cramping up. I know it's a hot day. I know I talked about that beforehand. That might be something. Maybe he's cramping with his right, one of his um, calves, or, but I, I can't tell. We'll have to go to our sideline reporter. Um, do we have one of those? Um, yeah, it's called I Try and See What I Can. <laughs> Actually, I think I might be able to get us some inside scoop on this one. See, this is where it comes in. This, you know this certainly helps. <laughs> Well, hopefully Aiden's all right. He is walking off on his own power here, but not very fast. That is for sure. It's a long walk all the way across the Liberty Benton. They scored on the Liberty Benton side here. Aiden Cavity's got to walk all the way across the field. Coach McGrain out there and the trainer, Josh Baker as well. So we'll see We'll see what's what's up with that and keep you guys posted. If we get any information, we'll, we'll get it out to you guys. But we'll see if Arnold's could tie this would game. It not only would impact the offense if he can't come out there, he also plays in the secondary defensively too. Yeah, he's a, he's a, I mean, if he stays healthy, and he started last year as a freshman in the secondary, so he definitely has the experience as well. I know it's hard to say for a sophomore has experience, but he's an experienced player. He's a big kid, big strong kid that will hit and run the ball. This would be a huge loss for the Devils, but uh, next man up, that's really the mentality you have to have is football, and it's, it's sad to say, but you gotta keep going, and someone else is gonna have to step up here tonight if Aiden can't get back on the field. So the PAT try is going to be, looks like they're going to call a delay of game. On the defense? They pointed to the defense. They did. Now they caught offsides. 
Okay. That would make a little more sense. <laughs> I was thinking delay the game. Are the, are the Devils going to go for this now? Because they're down to the one-yard line. It's going to say if you're that much closer, why not? They usually, they usually on the extra point do that little get down in the stance on a set, get people to jump off sides, then go for two. But here I, don't, I didn't see it, anything that, that happened, so I'm not sure. But here we are, regardless, two-point conversion for the Arlington. So we'll see Hancock go under center, two backs behind him. He'll just plunge himself forward, and he will be in for the two-point conversion as that will allow Arlington to take a one-point lead with 4.51 left to go here in the first half of action. We'll keep it here this time on Classic Hits 96.7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. We'll take a look at some of our scores from around the area. Van Buren, an 8 to nothing lead on Arcadia, playing that one over at Van Buren. Lipstick leading Pandora Gabella, 13 to nothing in a little Putnam County action between PG and Lipstick. Of course, Arlington and Liberty Benton. Arlington just taking a one-point lead here. Elmwood leading Riverdale, 16 to 6. They're in the first quarter of that one. And of course, Macomb will play Beechcroft tomorrow. We'll have that game right here again on Classic. It's 96-7. In the NBC, Liberty Center up big on Otsego, 21 to nothing there in the second quarter. Wasiana, a 7 nothing lead on Eastwood. Delta leading Lake, 6 to nothing. And Hopewell Loudon, a 21 to 6 lead over Faustoria. Rossford leading Evergreen, 6 to 3. Oak Harbor leads Port Clinton, 14 to nothing. In the NLL, Finley, a 21 to nothing lead over Southview. Anthony Wayne leads Bowling Green, 14 to nothing. Northview, they lead Napoleon 14-7. Perrysburg up 20-0 on Fremont Ross. Monroeville leading Seneca East 14-0 in a Northern 10 battle. And Carey striking first. They lead Lima Central Catholic 7-0. Yeah, let's go back to that two-point conversion play if we got a second. Yeah. That was a great, I mean, I don't know if Haycock just made that read on his own. No one covered the center. I think that we just, Arlington just kept running off tackle, off tackle, off tackle. So they went out and the, put their tackles out on the guards and maybe Trenton just read that on his own and, and snuck it in from the one. Could be a big play with a tight game like this. You know, one point is a lot in a game like this. That will be returnable for Liberty Benson as that was quite the return that time for the Eagles as, as they'll get out to right about the 44-yard line that time. So couple good kick returns back-to-back for each of these teams. Yeah, the kickers the kickers made both tackles on both kickoffs. That was Wesley Hartman on the on the hit there in the, in the takedown. Um, the kicker for Arlington is usually the safety guy, and he saved him there. But got to the 43, not, not quite as far as Cavani did, but still a great return. First and 10 for Liberty Benton from the 43-yard line. Liebel will go back. He'll look to throw. Looks across the middle. as That's going to be incomplete as he just barely overthrew his receiver on the far side, I believe that was Lemire. Yeah, two by two set there. They didn't have two backs in the back backfield. Look, they're trying to throw the ball. It's usually, when they're trying to push the ball down the field, it was pretty good throw by Lee. Just a little, little bit in front of the receiver was tipped up. I thought maybe our guy would have a chance to run under it, but fell to the ground. So second and ten here, at the 43. Arlington's up 15, 14, 439 in the second. See two receivers to the right, one to the left. Running back to the left of the lead in the shotgun is he'll hand it to the running back. It'll be Mod. As Mod will keep himself going forward as he'll be brought down just shy of midfield. Looks like they'll mark him down at the 48. Yeah, it's like when Liberty goes to that power formation with the running backs in, they can bring in a little H back by the tight end. They pull him 
you just gotta gotta follow him. You can find the ball. But those running backs for Liberty Benton are not going backwards. When they when they get contact, they are going forward for three more yards every time. They're running it hard tonight. They're down in four for Liberty Benton. Four ten remaining in this first half. Arlington the one point advantage, fifteen to fourteen. See two receivers left, one to the right. Split back look in the gun with Lieb in there at quarterback. He'll look to throw. He'll look on the near side as that one's going to be hauled in by Lemire as he's going to run through the defender briefly and get out to about the 39-yard line. That'll be plenty for Liberty Benton first down. Yep, right back to that hitch. A great throw by Lieb, just right on target. You know, he runs that little five, six-yard hitch, gets up field. That's the same cushion. Roush is, is the corner for Arlington is about 10 yards off. They just, they're giving him that. They're daring him to throw that, and Liberty says we'll take it every time. Um, so far in this first half. First and 10 for Liberty Benton in Arlington territory at the 39. They'll hand it off to Maud. Maud has it up the middle. Will be brought down that time by Luke Metzger and company as he's brought down all the way back around the line of scrimmage, but forward progress will get him out to about 35. Yeah, great run. Um, just an open field tackle by Luke, and then a, a horde of Red Devils, you know, drove him back. But five yards, five yards on first down. I'm sure Liberty will take that every single time. Um, it's a crucial drive here at the end of the half with only three minutes to go. They want to try to take the lead going into halftime. Like you said, Arlington's getting the ball after halftime. So get down at about five, four, Liberty Benton, two receivers right, one to the left. Lead, going to roll to his right, he'll throw. He finds Seth Elkert. He's going to be tripped up by Caden Russell, but not before he's able to grab another extra few yards, bring up a third and about three coming up. Yeah, that same little sprint out, that little, little five and out. Looks like they can do that almost at will, but you only get two yards there. Great great job by Arlington defense coming up and actually making the tackle there. Um, as soon as he got hit, he went down, and now um, see what Liberty Bank can do here on third and three at the 32-yard line with 2.29 left to go in the half. So receiver out to each side, now two to the left side. Trying to leave in the gun. Look to throw, he'll roll to his left, he'll have his man as that one's going to be caught by Lamire as he gets away from the first defender and then when he brought down about the 18-yard line, that'll be good enough for another Liberty Benton first down. Yep, same little sprint, that little sprint out to the get outside the pocket. Nice throw by Lee, the same five-yard hitch they've been hitting. Uh, they've hit a handful of times in this first half. Um, nice game by Liberty Benton. First and 10 for Liberty Benton from the 19. So they'll hand it off this time for Maud. Maud left side carries. He will get inside the 10. That'll be another Liberty Benton first down. Yep, seems Liberty's got a combination of plays they like. They're pulling that H back right into that hole, giving it to him, and Maud is running the ball really hard. I mean, when your safety's making those tackles, that's a, that's a good game for Liberty Benton. Now they're down inside the 10, down to the eight yard line, under two minutes to go, trailing. Liberty Benton's trailing 14 to 15. First and goal from about the eight-yard line for the Eagles. See two receivers left, one out to the right. Leave in the gun, Mod to his right. He'll send Elker in motion. He'll hand it to Mod left side as he will follow his blockers, and he will get into the end zone for the Liberty Benton touchdown with 118 to go in the first half. Yeah, they faked that motion. A lot of people stared at that motion going right. They handed it back to Mod going left. Every time they got that H-back stack, they're pulling him. And uh, Arlington doesn't seem to have an answer to that play. Um, see if they can figure something out um, going forward. But nice drive, nice respond by Liberty Benton. Um, I think they're still going to kick this, right? Still kick it. I just being only up five. I wasn't sure if they'd go for two to 
make it a seven point game again. Or they will just kick the PAT this time and it will be up and good. Yep, great drive by Liberty Benton. I mean, Lee, Lee did a nice job. He's doing a good job of leading them um, after that first possession too. So credit to them. So we're down to just 118 remaining here in the first half. Liberty Benton now will retake the lead over Arlington 21 to 15. Currently your score, Lance Morris alongside Jimmy Nickerson for this matchup between Liberty Benton and Arlington here on Classic. It's 96-7, WBVI online through WBVI.com. We'll take a quick look at some scores from around the area, some conferences we haven't talked about just yet. Calvert leading St. Paul 21-7 over in Tiffin. Margareta currently a 6-0 lead on Mohawk. Columbian all tied up with River Valley 13 apiece. Shelby leading Bellevue 14-13. Sandusky leads Lorraine 15-12. Fostoria currently trailing Hopewell Loudon 21-6. Vermillion leads Willard 14-0. Some other scores from around the area. Hard Northern up big on Corey Ross in the 34-6 in the first quarter of action. Similar thing for Elgin over North Baltimore. They lead 32-0 in quarter number two. Central Catholic leading Detroit Central Catholic 13 to nothing. Is that, that Finley game supposed to be like that? Ah, uh, it wasn't supposed I to be. I didn't think so. I was like, sorry, that score seems a bit surprising to me. I, sorry, I thought that was going to be a good game. I, a little uh, pooch kick will be just fell on top of by Arlington at about the 42-yard line. So we'll see what Arlington looks to do as they do have a little bit of time to work with along with a pair of their timeouts. I do know Coach McGrain used one in the first quarter, so they do have two remaining. Yeah, this is a hard situation for Arlington, but they have been chunking some yards. Um, I, I look for them to still do what they normally do in running the ball. They've been chunking some off and see if they can, you know, just speed up, get up to the line quick and, you know, try to see if they can chunk some down here, maybe get a field goal before half, but or, or break one off. Um, we'll see what we do here, what Arlington does here. First and 10 coming up for Arlington. Ball at about the 43-yard line. Two receivers right, two backs behind. Haycock, he'll run back to his right side. He'll be thrown down in the backfield for a loss. As that was quite the stop that time from Liberty Benson. Austin Collard back there for a major loss for Arlington. Liberty Benson will call the timeout here with a minute left to go in this first half of action. And of course, Flip side for Liberty Benton, okay, if we're able to limit Arlington quick enough, we have a chance to score even more points before the end of the half. Yeah, aggressive by Liberty Benton. They want the ball back. I, I don't blame them. Um, Arlington just tried to do a little sprint out there, um, but it's a little harder to get to the outside um, against this Liberty Benton defense with a four-man front. There's a great play by the outside linebacker, just kept contained. Really just took Haycock down by the helmet there, but didn't grab his face mask, so no penalty, but loss of 10 yards, that's huge. Looked like maybe Trenton should have Haycock should have stepped up maybe in the pocket there and um, maybe looked downfield for a receiver. But regardless, I look, to, I look for McGrain and the Red Devils here to maybe run the ball here these next couple plays here and uh, try to use some clock before they punt the ball now after a loss of 10. Liberty Benton has how many timeouts there, Lance? Two left? Uh, two left. They just two used left. their first one. Okay, 105 left. Devils are trailing 15-21 to 21 to Liberty Benton. So will be second down and 20 for Arlington after the loss. See two receivers out to the left. Haycock will go under center, two backs behind him. He'll hand it off on the little dive. It's 
So Russell going to go forward. He'll get about three yards, but it looks like we're going to again see a timeout, I believe. And yes, yeah. we will. We have just to give an update here to the to the listeners. It doesn't look like Cavani's back in. It looks like Drew Metzger's in it at halfback for the Red Devils. Um, I don't know if he'll come back in the second half. I I have no update on his injury, but just letting you know he is not in the game. Um, so let's see. Not not much time goes off when you run the ball there right up the middle and don't get anything, and they call a timeout right away. So I don't know if Arlington can run some kind of sweep to run a little bit more time, or if they're just going to be happy with Liberty using all their timeouts and punting the ball away um, is what it seems like they're happy with right at this point. I wouldn't expect them to try to throw the ball down the field. Would you, Lance? Not particularly. <laughs> Considering we, Arlington hasn't attempted a pass, have they? Yeah, I know they they, have, they have since then. Okay. So I would expect um, I would expect some kind of toss, something maybe they can run you know, five to ten seconds off the clock before Liberty Benton would call another Another timeout here on third and 20. Third and 20 at the 35 for the Red Devils. Looks like we'll see one receiver out to each side. They got the runner center, two backs behind him. So it'll be a quick hitter up the middle for Metzger. Metzger able to get on to about the 39, but we will see a flag. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's the first flag we've seen all game. <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. Yeah, I thought I saw what the, like, the first Because, I mean, game, it's, yeah. it's not even 8 o'clock yet. We're almost at halftime. So this, this game has been going pretty quick. You're right. Well, that's a big play for Arlington if they get a 15-yard face mask. But I think it may be, maybe it's only a 5. It's a 5-yard face mask. So not a 15. Must not have grabbed it hard. And that, it, was the, it was the guy back behind all the de defensive backs. So it's a weird, weird flag for him, and it was late. I was wondering what the heck it was going to be. So we do see it looks like Liberty Benton will, in fact, take there. Final timeout of this opening half. A reminder, not timeouts today. Brought to you by Warner Economy Corner, located at the corner of Blanchard Street and Blanchard Avenue for deals on wheels. And that will bring up a third down after the penalty. So does give Arlington another chance to, if nothing else, take a little bit more time off the clock. Is this, it should be fourth down. That was three down. They don't get another down, I don't think. That was, right? But it was the face mask. Okay. Well, the scoreboard's got fourth down, and the chain guarantee's got third. So, okay. If they come out and punt, then I'll believe it's fourth <laughs> down. If they don't come out and punt, I'm going to say it's third down. Okay. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. I believe you. I think it's third down. So, 55 seconds left. Arlington trailing, 21-15. They're trying to run the clock out. Liberty's trying to get the ball back here with 55 seconds left. They're at the 44-yard line. And the offense appears as hey, You are right. Like I said. This is why you've done hundreds of more games than me. I'm the rookie. So it'll be third and about nine for Arlington as they'll run pitch play on the far side for Caden Russell as he looks to get to an edge but won't really be able to get to an edge as he'll end up losing a couple more yards. And that will now bring up fourth down, but he did stay in bounds, so the clock will continue to run. There's the toss that I thought Arlington would run last time. I was... I thought Caden Russell was going to run out of bounds there for one second, but he, he's a veteran player and a senior. He did not make that mistake and stayed in bounds. Now a loss of five, though, at the 40. Arlington's got the punt team out there. Where the clock is going to run down, down under 20 seconds here. Coach Brand will probably call a timeout here before the delay game would be my guess. That looks like what we are going to see since the play clock is all the way down to one. And they will, in fact, call 
timeout right before then with now just 9.2 remaining here in this first half. 21-15 is your score. Liberty Benson with the advantage. Yeah, you expect Liberty Benton to bring some pressure here. Now they got a timeout to talk about it. Can try to bring some pressure at the 40-yard line. What you really don't there's not much to lose if you rough the kicker, you do anything. I mean, we did give we, Arlington 10 more we, yards. We did see a blocked punt last week. That's a good point. Yes, you're right. That was Elmwood blocking Eastwood's punt, right? It, it was. Right? Okay, so make sure my memory serves me correct. So I mean, it is possible. And then if, with this 40 yards, if they could block it, then you'd have a chance to, to scoop and score or, or do something creative here with nine seconds. So. Um, Arlington definitely has to punt it because I mean between if you're able to either get a block I mean obviously that would be the best thing if you're Liberty Benton but you also could just get a good rush and maybe get a force a bad kick and if you do you're already pretty close to midfield they're going to be punting looks like from about the 25 or so so good amount of uh, yardage if you are able to get some good pressure for the Liberty Benton side of things yeah sun's going down it's nice and cool here beautiful night at Liberty Benton um, agree. We'll be punted away. So that's just barely going to stay in bounds. And because of that, that will allow the time to completely run off here in the quarter. That was, before we even talk about anything else, that was quite the punt that time. I agree. We don't compliment uh, punts too often, but Mason uh, Cavani angled that nice, had a nice distance on it, let it bounce two or three more times. Liberty Benton could thought about picking it up and he's like no and then I also did a good job of just letting that clock run out and uh, here to halftime you never know what could happen those those plays get a little funky right before half so um, great first half great first half um, all the way around with that we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout we'll come back and we'll be back to start our second half here in a little while but we'll step aside for a timeout and then we'll have our own and halftime report and then shortly after that back to Start the second half of action here between Liberty Benson and Arlington LB for 21 to 15 lead through one half. You're listening to BBC Football on Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are iron worker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Iron Workers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a 25 cent shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association Tonight in High School Football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in High School Football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again, everyone. Welcome to Tonight in High School Football's Halftime Report. Annual athletic district meetings have been occurring as the new school year has gotten underway. We'll discuss the importance of those with Tim Street of the OHSAA next on the Ohio News Network. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Bex, it's faith, family, and farming. 
Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Ohio needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, did you know that 90% of new car buyers want a tried and true AM FM radio option? That's because your local radio stations are reliable, trustworthy, and bring you a local connection that can't be replicated. Not to mention we are free, no subscription or cellular data required. More than 80 million Americans each month depend on AM for their news, weather, and entertainment. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Bex Hybrids. At Bex, they are and will remain farmers at hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game this evening. We're joined for a few minutes by Tim Street, Director of Information Services with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. And, you know, Tim, as we hit week three of the high school football season, if there were any issues the first two weekends, it was pretty quiet. Has the season started? started as smoothly as everybody would have liked. Well, it has, Skip. You know, you're right that usually here in August we're dealing with either some weather issues or some kind of scheduling issue, but this year, you're right, it's been pretty smooth. Uh, been some great weather and seen a lot of great games, so really happy with how the season got kicked off. Tim, health and safety is always going to be a primary concern. Unfortunately, we're seeing an uptick in COVID cases all across the states. I mean, some health officials kind of predicted this. Remind us all again what the protocol is in regards to this if it becomes an issue again. Sure. Well, I've seen that too. My wife's a high school math teacher, and she's seen a, a, an uptick in number of cases of her school too. And I think we're going to live with this as a reality, uh, just like the flu, um, just like a lot of common uh, illnesses that come through our schools and through our communities of people. We still have all of our COVID regulations in place if needed. You know, there is a protocol for if a student tests positive that they're removed from 
competition and from the school. Um, there, if that increases to a certain amount, it could be a team removal. But that that is so different than when COVID first started. You know, when COVID sure. first started, one student tested positive. The whole team is coming out right now. That was such a, a tough issue to go through in the 2021 school year. So now we don't have to do that. It is more on a case-by-case basis, a student-by-student basis. And, of course, we ha- we know so much more now. We have so much more information. Of course, we have the vaccine as well. So a lot different situation now than what we saw then. So I think it would be pretty rare for a team to get removed. Tim, this is the time of year you typically have your district meetings. I, I saw you were in the Southeast District earlier this week. What's typically on the agenda in these meetings? Well, you're right. I'm glad you mentioned that because that, that's a big part of our fall. And we do it again in April when we have our referendum update meetings. But here in the fall, we get uh, a meeting set up in each of our six districts. We bring in the athletic administrators and a lot of the other administrators, such as principals, that attend those meetings. We go over a lot of our reminders and deadlines for the upcoming year. Um, we, we go through our legal update. Here are the cases pending. Um, we also have a section on our financial status, too, where we talk about here's where we sit. Um, here are the, the dollars that have come back to schools uh, in the past year. Here's what's coming back moving forward, um, which I need, to, I need to announce that as well so our public is aware of that uh, as well. So um, a, lot of, a lot of it is updates, um, and also here's what passed from last year's uh, bylaw voting session, and here's how that affects you moving forward. So it's a, about a couple hours, um, but it's great to be uh, boots on the ground in each district. Um, we're in Cambridge. Uh, last week, Athens this week, and uh, we're in Central District and also Northeast District next week, and then we we hit the uh, the, the Northwest and the the Southwest districts after that. So, kind of the the road show goes out, and we get to a chance to shake hands and see our administrators in each district. Tim, you mentioned deadlines. Let me leave you with a non-football question. We're a month now into the high school golf season across the state. New Albany sophomore Mia Hammond uh, made the cut this summer at the LPGA events in Toledo, which was awesome to see. She's also now been given a sponsor exemption into next weekend's LPGA event in Cincinnati. How does that work in regards to if she has to choose between that and being able to play on her high school team the rest of the way? I know there's a cutoff date deadline somewhere. You're right. There is a cutoff date, and, and luckily that's not till September 25th. And so we're, we're excited that Mia gets to pursue some of those bigger events. But I, I tell you, a lot of people may be circling our, our uh, girls' golf state tournament on their, their calendars. Um, can't wait to see her uh, competing on the gray course at OSU and seeing how low she can go with uh, her score so um but luckily she is fine uh she is able to continue to pursue those bigger events and uh, what what a golfer what a student athlete i know that uh, the school is very proud of her and so are we we're looking to see how she does in our state tournament that's awesome to hear tim streed director of information services with the ohio high school athletic association tim we always appreciate your time thanks for hopping on yep thanks Skip. appreciate you having me on and we'll be back on the ohio news network Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Jonathan Domer from Garraway High School, for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. This is fun, tackling someone with football, being out there with other guys and making new friends. Yes, Jonathan plays football for fun, but 4-H is about family. I started 4-H because actually my mom and dad showed 4-H and, uh, My mom showed sheep, my dad showed cattle. 
Peck right now. I'm showing pigs in 2021. I got reserve champion Pog. He's still in awe about the impact he has as a farmer. I was in a tractor and thinking today, and I was like, wow, I'm packing all this silage to feed these cows. This farm, every time they milk three times a day, that will produce milk and feed the world. At Bex, we are in will remain farmers at heart. with you every night through the long commuter fight and in the morning with your toast and mama lady oh who listens to radio no matter if it's summer winter spring or fall who listens to radio only 150 million 10. To learn how radio can reach your target market, call 419-435-1430. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the OHSAA, are the 339,000 high school sports students in Ohio. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials. We stand for the swimmers, football players, and wrestlers. We stand for the golfers, softball, and volleyball players. We stand as the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and all who participate in them and make them possible. Because it is our purpose to ensure that high school students get to play, perform, and compete together. To learn more about who we are and what we stand for, visit nfhs.org. Our thanks once again to Tim Street of the OHSAA for joining us this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com. From the Ohio News Network. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit, because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me, and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
With more ways than ever to connect to news and entertainment, did you know that 90% of new car buyers want a tried and true AM FM radio option? That's because your local radio stations are reliable, trustworthy, and bring you a local connection that can't be replicated. Not to mention we are free, no subscription or cellular data required. More than 80 million Americans each month depend on AM for their news, weather, and entertainment. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Saturday morning, the doorbell rings, and like many Americans, I answer it. I open the door, and there's this guy dressed in a banana suit holding a flute. Why me? I say to myself, why do these people always pick me? Then the guy hands me his card, A1 Banana Control. He says, you've got a banana problem, and I'm the answer. And I'm thinking, hey, pal, I'm the answer. You're the problem when a real live banana drops out of the light fixture and lands on its feet. Four little feet and hightails it right out the door. They sense my presence, this guy says to me. Then he goes piping around the living room, scaring bananas literally out of every corner, opens up the piano, tra-la-la's it right up the stairs. The next thing I know, the banana man is being escorted down the stairs on the backs of hundreds of bananas. As they stampede by, he flips me the bill and yells back, remember, A1, we are bananas. Imagine that. You just did. You saw it on the radio. If you're an advertiser, this station and the Radio Advertising Bureau have news for you. Just call the station and say, I saw it on the radio. Are you looking for a fun part-time job? Well, then come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. You can be a part of our local sports coverage. We cover high school football and volleyball in the fall, boys and girls basketball in the winter, along with multiple college and professional sports teams all year long. To apply, send your resume to Lance at WFOB.com. That's L-A-N-C-E at WFOB.com. Come join us here at WBVI and WFOB. Getting the kids to practice on time. Remembering if it's your day to bring snacks. Making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call. So you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. The Northwestern Water and Sewer District now has two watersheds in Fostoria to get pure water at a low price. Watersheds are located off of Plaza Drive on the north end of town and our newest location near 4th and Finley Streets. If you don't like the taste of well water, try watershed water. Just bring your own containers and fill up for a quarter a gallon. Try watershed water today. For all locations, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, 
We're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new-to-you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Saying goodbye to summer is less sad when you realize your favorite fall flavors are here at Bigby Coffee. Celebrate the return of our sweet foam pumpkin cold brew, pumpkin spice latte, and our caramel apple cider. Pair these delicious fall sips with our maple waffle sandwich or pumpkin muffin. Available for a limited time at one of the two Bigby Coffee locations in Findlay, one on Trenton Avenue and one on Tiffin Avenue. My name is Carrie Malligan with Harold Floriana Funeral Home. In 1975, my father, Jeff Floriana, married my mother, Candy. That's when he not only committed his life to her, but our family business. Jeff, along with my husband, Tony, carry on our family's tradition of commitment and pride in our community. A lot has changed since we began in 1904, but one thing hasn't. Our promise to take care of you before, during, and after a death occurs. Stop in our call to get information on pre-planning your future. Let your wishes be known and help ease the burden of your loved ones. Same location we've always been, on the corner of Tiffin and Union Streets in Faustoria. Harold Floriana Funeral Home. We're here for you. My mom always said, if there's dust, then make the most of it. Learn the alphabet. Hi, this is Dawn from the Classic Hits Morning Show. Don't mind the dust at Morgan Advanced Materials because they're making some pretty cool stuff for some really cool markets. Morgan Advanced Materials makes products that go into space, into the semiconductor industry, and in wind turbines. Now that's pretty cool. Join their team. Apply at MorganAdvancedMaterials.com, where they're making this world a pretty cool place. NWO has news. We are excited to announce the newest addition to the NWO family. Dr. Ryan Tran is a local who was raised in the area, trained by the Cleveland Clinic, and has returned to his hometown to care for your whole family, just like he does his own. Dr. Tran is now accepting new patients of all ages in our Tiffin office. Make your appointment today to experience the benefits of family care by a hometown professional. There's only one place to go. NWO. Premier Bank has that good vibe banking. Visit a branch to learn how you can earn $200 by opening a new simple checking account and completing simple transactions. Visit yourpremierbank.com slash good vibes to view offer details. Member FDIC. Roto-Rooter is always the first name you think of when you have problems with your sewer system or any other household drains. 
Tim Munger and Roto-Rooter will thoroughly clean your sewer system, sink, shower drains, and toilets. The Mungers have been serving the Faustoria and Seneca County area for over 65 years. Give Tim Munger a call at 419-435-3360. That's 419-435-3360 for all of your drain cleaning needs. And away go troubles down the drain. Our job since 1945 has been to keep our customers satisfied. Ohio Automotive has experienced staff and sales associates who can help you with our wide range and variety of parts for everything from cars to Class 8 trucks and trailers. Make us your one-stop shop and see why we've been in business so long. Ohio Automotive, your parts expert in Finley at 525 West Main Cross Street. Getting ready to start the second half of action here between Liberty Benson and Arlington. 21-15 is your score. Liberty Benson with the lead through one half of football here at Liberty Benson. Lance Morris alongside Jimmy Nicholson for today's matchup between Liberty Benson and Arlington on Classic. It's 96-7 WBVI online through WBVI.com. And Jimmy, we did get an update on one of the players. Aiden Cavani went down a little bit earlier in the game. Didn't end up playing for the last quarter or so what is the update we have i think he's going to try to give it a go all my sources tell me that he is going to give it a go i think he's i think he just re-entered the same ribs he did last week um i think he, he left the allen east game early last week as well um so i think he's going to give it a go here we'll see how effective he is i i wonder if arlington and, and mcgrain will use him maybe just keep him on offense and maybe just keep him on defense or i think he's probably more valuable from what i've seen tonight offensively um I know Arlington really needs him um, offensively in the way he was running the ball and returning kickoffs. I don't see him out on this kick return right now, but I, I heard he's going to try to give it a go here in the second half. We'll see. Um, Devils tra trailing by six here heading into the second half. So we're just about ready for our Harold Floriana Funeral Home Kick. Fall story is oldest established funeral home serving the area for over 100 years. Find them at 301 West Tiffin Street in Fall Story. Is going to see Liberty Benson kick this one off as Arlington deferred to get the ball to start here in the second half as they have three players back deep. And the kick is away, a low line drive kind of kick, returnable for Arlington back about the five yard line for Caden Russell as he'll be thrown down right before he got to the 25 yard line as that was Jared Worth on the stop for Liberty Benson. So now we'll see the Arlington offense get back onto the field here to start this second half and does look like that's Aiden coming in as well. Yeah, Aiden Cavney's running in there. <laughs> Doesn't exude confidence of that little uh, brisk jog he has coming in here, but we'll see how he you goes. Wanna, you want to save it for the plays. You don't want to waste your energy running, running on yeah. the field if you're, especially if you're feeling a little off already. You're right. Once it, once, once it gets going here, um, maybe he'll be all right. First and send for Arlington from their own 24. Option play. They'll pitch it on the far side to Cavani as he'll get to the edge. Not too much further than that as he's going to be stopped for about a gain of one. Yeah, great uh, great pursuit by Liberty Benton defense there. Just a speed option there to the left to the far side of the field. Just ran down. Probably got about two, maybe one and a half, maybe a right, Lance. Not much going there to the 26-yard line. It will call it second down and eight coming up for Arlington from their own 26-yard line, trailing this one 21 to 15. The ball here to start the second half. He ended up a keeper for Eacock as 
They were to get a little looks just past the first down marker. As actually he ended up giving that one to Cavani on a good little play fake that time, but will be enough for an Arlington first down. I'm with you. I thought I thought he, he kept it too. We both couldn't tell who had the ball. He gave it to Cavani straight ahead on the dive option. Cavani didn't have his shoulders down. He runs the ball up high, and Liberty Benton just form tackled him down. I don't think that felt good on his ribs, but he is back up and, and still in the huddle and ready for uh, first down here. First and ten for Arlington from their own 36-yard line. About a minute ticked off here in the second half. Being off dive this time once again. It's not going to be a gain of about two once again for Arlington. Yeah, it just looks like the Arlington just keeps continually running this dive option left, right, left, right, um, trying to find the openings up front on Liberty Benton front four, but the linebackers and um, are flowing and filling those holes very well for Liberty Benton. Um, big drive for Arlington. It feels like they got to go down and get some points here, trailing by six early in the second half. So we'll see second down and eight from their own 38 for Arlington. Two backs behind Haycock. It'll be another handoff this time on an option look. So go on to the middle for Cavani as he'll get out to, it looks like, about the 41-yard line for a gain of three. I, 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 get, to, I get to take that Cavani told Coach McGrane he was all right, but they keep giving it to him right up the middle. He just uh, There's a horde of uh, Liberty Benton people gang-tackled him, and I think Cavani's officially down. Um, I would be surprised if he plays again after that. There's a good few good runs by Aiden here in the second half. I, mean, I think he's trying to give everything he has for the Red Devils and uh, it's very slow to get up here. And yes, it will be in fact Aiden Cavani who was down briefly but is again able to walk over to the sidelines. Able to walk under his own power once again. It's kind of like what you were saying there in the break that if you get your ribs hurt, it's hard to breathe. It's hard to do those things. I think Aiden's trying to do it this rivalry game. He's trying to give everything he has for his team and Looks like he might not be able to continue to go here in the second half. The Red Devils need him. They're going to look here. I mean, Drew Mex is going to have to step up a halfback um, and fill his void and uh, or someone else. Or maybe they're going to have to pass the ball on the outside. Um, Trenton's going to have to keep the ball at quarterback a little bit more. See how creative um, Coach McGrain and Coach Cavani that, that call the offense can get here on a third and five. It'll be third and five for Arlington from their own 41. 9.50 left to go here, third quarter, 21-15. Currently your score, Liberty Benton the lead over Arlington. Arlington with the football here on the Ropey Corporation scoreboard, celebrating over 60 years, sitting manufacturing the commercial flooring industry. Two receivers to the left, two backs behind Haycock. No drop back, he'll look to throw, and he's going to be in hard for a loss and a sack, and that'll bring up a fourth down for Arlington. Yeah, just a little play action. They had two receivers to the left on They tried to do a play action. Liberty did not fall for it. He just came right through um, the left side un unblocked. Trent didn't even see him coming, just clobbered him for a sack. Great play by Liberty Benton defense. Good, good start to the second half for LB. So now Arlington will be forced to punt. Really good punt once again as that'll take a big bounce and end up going out of bounds. Looks like about the 16-yard line, so that is quite the punt that time for Mason Cavani as a couple Cavanys are doing a lot of things for Harlington so far. 
That's a twice. You really like punters, Lance. That's what you can say. You can you can say. If you I like if I if I see good punts, I point them out. It was if I see punt. lackluster punts, I'll say that might not have been the best punt. No, that was a great punt right over Liberty Benton, and they must have been too tight. He was running backwards. Did a good job of just letting it go. You don't want to try to catch that if you're a Liberty Benton punt return was over your head. You kind of just got to let that go. And but I mean, they got to go the length of the field here. They got to go 90 some yards. So let's see if Arlington can can hold them here. First and send for Liberty Benton from their own 16. So it'll be a keeper by design that time for Maud at quarterback that time. And see if that is what they elect to do or if Lieb's going to come right back in. Does look like Lieb will be back on the next play. Oh, was that Maud at quarterback? I didn't even notice. Their numbers are so similar, it's hard to tell. It looks just a little quarterback sweep left. Um, Drew Mexer filled that hole right up on the left side and, and got him down for a gain of two. Luckily, Leib's got a couple inches on Mod, that, so that's that, that, that part helps. Okay. Got to so work on my height differential. Leib will be back at quarterback as it'll be second down and eight. He'll roll to his right. He's looking to throw, and that'll be incomplete. As I was actually a pretty good throw for the coverage Arlington was in defensively, but will fall incomplete nonetheless. It, it looks like that maybe is an adjustment Coach Embody made. That they were up on that hitch that time. It looked like that was the same sprint rollout. They were trying to hit that five-yard hitch, and this time... Um, Max Jolliffe was all over that hitch, and he tried to throw it down the field and just over the outskirts arms of the Arlington defenders. Great great defensive coverage. Like you said, it was a pretty good ball. It's the only place he could have put it, and it was just a little bit out, outstretched arms of Liberty Benton receiver. Third and nine for Liberty Benton from their own 17-yard line. 8-10 left to go. Third quarter, Liberty Benton leading 21-15. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Leave. Going to roll to his right, looking down the field. He'll pump fake. Now he'll look to throw, and he'll throw it incomplete over onto the Arlington sideline. I think that was actually Coach McGrain who came down with that ball as well on the sideline. I didn't see that, but I, it was a trips there. They, they ran the, the two outside receivers in for Liberty Bend. They wheeled the Liberty guy up the sideline. They had him. Um, it was behind the Arlington defenders. Just wasn't a very good throw. Uh, I guess it, you could tell it wasn't a great throw of Coach McGrain's catching the ball, but I think they had him. I think it was a good play ball call by Liberty Bend. It's just um, maybe the pressure got to him a little bit on the rollout and um, forced the punt. Liberty Ben will, in fact, look to punt. Bit of a shorter kick. It'll take an Arlington bounce as it's right around midfield. And it will, in fact, be downed right at midfield. So that's where we'll see the Arlington offense get back onto the field. 7.53 left to go here in the third quarter, 21-15. Currently, your score, Liberty Ben with the advantage over Arlington. And each team has had the ball once so far in this half. And right again, now we'll see you back with Arlington. Yes, great. I mean, old field position battle here, Lance. You know, you punt it down when you can't get it. You pin them inside the 20. You hold them. Now you got the ball at the 50. 50 yards to go here for the Red Devils to see if they can get some more points on the on the board. Only trailing by six here. So if they can get a touchdown or an extra point, it can take the lead. That, that two-point conversion could be something big that we, we allude to later on in this game. First and 10 for Arlington from midfield. Fullback dive this time for Arlington. So it'll be a give and... Get about three yards on that first down dive play. Yep, dive option that time. That's Drew Mexer replacing Aiden Cavney there with a hard run. He looks like he's ready to step up, so that, that's good to see for the Red Devils. But Liberty is just closing that down. They're just they're, they're happy to give Arlington two or three yards and just waiting for them to make a mistake and um, have them try to get a fourth down. So credit to Liberty Benton's defense. They're doing a good job of closing these down. Looks like they've jumped into a five-man five front. Maybe that's giving Arlington a little more problems there in a 5-3 in a it looks like. 
Down in seven for Arlington is another option play. This time, though, Hickok will be hit before he had a chance to make a potential pitch. He'll end up losing about a yard and a half. Yeah, dive option to the far side. Looks like he should have pitched at that time. Hickok um, thought he could cut it up, and there was nothing going there. He lost a couple yards, I think. So that'll bring up a third and about eight now for Arlington with under seven minutes left to go here in third, the third quarter. 21-15 remains the score. Liberty Benson with the advantage over Arlington. BBC football on Classic. It's 96-7. WBB Lance Morris here with Jimmy Nicholson. It'll be third down and eight for Arlington. Hancock will drop back and look to throw on the play action. That's going to be caught by Metzger, but he's going to be hit immediately. And that'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, fourth and two at the 42. I, 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 I said we were a field position game here, Lance, but I, I would look for the Devils to go for this um, on fourth and two inside Liberty Benton territory, but I've been wrong before with 6.13 left in the third. Do you also consider a hard count, see if you can get him to jump? But, but, but you also might not want to burn a timeout, so you might want to have a play set for if they don't go and to have the hard count anyhow, but offense does look like it'll stay on the field with fourth and two. And Haycock will hand it up right up the middle. Looks like Arlington got just enough for the first down as they needed to get just past the 40. That's exactly what they did. Yeah, that's the same thing we were talking about earlier. They put it right on the 50-yard line. They touched that 40-yard on the white. It's a first down, and that's all they got. That's all they got was 10 yards. They did not get one inch more with the dive option to the left. Good hard run by Russell. Uh, moving the chains here. First and 10 for Arlington from the 40-yard line. As they are now in Liberty Benton territory with 5.33 remaining in the third quarter. Acock will go under center. Another option play. He'll hand it up this time to the fullback. So go forward, get about two yards. Yeah, I, I would look for Arlington to maybe try to throw it on first or second down, maybe catch Liberty by surprise since they're in a 5-3. Looks like they're in a, with three, D, you know, three DBs in there. Maybe if they can get those tight ends cross and they've been in a double tights one one receiver all night with the split backs I mean I think that's the only way they're probably going to move the ball here it seems like Liberty's figured out a way to stop this dive option and uh, that Arlington continuously runs so but we'll see here it's second and eight right I believe yes it is from the Liberty Benton 38 yard line with 450 to go third quarter hey cockle Handed off yet again, another fullback dive on the option look is being more positive yards as they get to the 35. That's a nice run. Nice run up, right up the middle. Seems like Arnold's just choosing the side, running straight ahead with their split backs. And, you know, when it when it looks good, I mean, it looks good. To third and five here. Arnold's feels like they need to get some points on this, on this drive for sure. Um, Third and five for Arlington from the Liberty Benton 35. Acock will go back. He'll look to throw. He's looking across the middle as that's going to be hauled in by Metzger yet again as he will get another first down as he's stopped at about the 25. Yeah, play action that time just caught Luke on a little, a little, that was like a 10 yard out. Just a nice throw. The DB was right there when he caught it. So good hands by Luke Metzger to haul that in. As soon as he caught it, he went down, but got just enough for a first down. First and 10 coming up for Arlington from the Liberty Benton 24. Under four minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Score remains 21 to 15. Liberty Benton with the lead, but Arlington driving down the field nearing the red zone. As Haycock will have another option play. He'll pitch it on the left side to Metzger. So he's going to get stopped as he got to the edge. He'll end up losing about a yard. 
Yeah, they tried option to the far side. I don't know if, if Drew Metzger has quite the speed of Aiden Caffney when it gets to the outside. It seems like the, the maybe that was a defensive end that ran that down for Liberty Benton. He's got nice speed. Great play by the defense just to run that down. I mean, Arnold's got to continue to still pitch it to keep him honest. Um, but great play by Liberty Benton. So I'm calling it a loss of two on that last play for second down and 12 coming up for Arlington from the Liberty Benton 26-yard line. 3-10 left to go here third quarter. Aycock will end up faking it. He'll throw as that one's caught on the far side. So gain a chunk of those yards back after the loss. Still going to bring up a third and fairly long. Yeah, they went play action there on second down. That's I, I thought on first second down they could try to throw it down the field, but really a short pass for a minimal gain. Still leaves Arlington into a third and long territory, which they're not accustomed to for sure. Um, I'd look for a four down territory, see if they can get four or five here and uh, maybe kick a field goal or maybe go for it on fourth down. Down to 2.35 remaining, third quarter. It'll be third and nine coming up for Arlington from the Liberty Mountain 29. Just one receiver out to the right side. Another option play. Hancock will end up keeping it. He's able to get some more positive yards and looks like he made something out of nothing there as he's actually a little closer than I thought he was going to be to the first down. It will still be a fourth down at about three, though. I think he gave that to... Uh, to Mexer, Drew Mexer in the outback. It's really hard to tell, Lance. I think he gave it to Drew, and Drew broke a couple tackles, spinning there for a good game. Yeah, looks like they're down to fourth, what'd you say, fourth and three here? At the, where are they, 16? So will, in fact, be fourth down. They'll call it fourth and two from the 16-yard line as we get down to 150 left to go here in the third quarter. See two backs behind Hancock again. He'll look to throw across the middle. That's hauled in by Metzger as he's able to get stopped, but only able to get out to about the six-yard line. So don't look now, but their Arlington passing game starting to look a little bit more alive. Yeah, play action. Play action there. They spun around, threw it with hands everywhere right to Metzger right down the seam. Um, great catch, great concentration. Just feeling like Liberty Bent hands were everywhere. Um, gutsy call there on fourth down, but got him down to the sixth. Great play call. Great drive by the Red Devils. Down to 125 remaining third quarter, 21-15 your score. Liberty Benton the lead, but Arlington now into Liberty Benton territory, first and goal. So it'll be up the middle. As they'll end up gaining about two yards that time. Yeah, Drew Mexter again on a speed option on the option right. They're just they're just pounding away. Yeah, there's not much there. It's just straight ahead. I'm going four yards as fast as I can going forward and just a collision every time for two or three hard yards um, for Arlington. Down to under a minute now to go in the third quarter. We're down to 49 seconds remaining. It's second and goal from the three for Arlington. Hancock will go under center. Another option play. He'll hand it off this time up the middle. Won't get into the end zone, but they'll be just shy as they're right at about the one. Yep. Same play other way to Caden Russell this time. Down to the one-yard line. Um... Arlington seems pretty content just to pick their side, find the battles they like, and, and run it straight ahead. 20 seconds remain in this quarter. is almost lined up identically with the play clock. Third and goal from the one. Aycock will go under center. So just plunge forward. And he will get into the end zone for the Arlington touchdown with just five seconds remaining in the third quarter. 
Yeah, I thought I thought Arlington was going to wait till the fourth quarter to run that play, but they decided to just get up there and run. I don't know if they were going to get a delay a game, but Hickok once again found the opening just right over the center, um, snuck that in for a touchdown. It was a late call there. I, I couldn't tell if he got in. If he got in, he barely got in um, on the QB sneak. Arlington will go for the PAT to try and give themselves a one-point lead. Snap is there, kick is up, and it is up and through, so that'll make it 22 to 21. Arlington now taking the one-point lead, just five seconds remain here in the third quarter. So because of that, we'll keep it right here on Classic It's 96.7, WBVI online through WBVI. Zach, take a look at some of the scores that we haven't checked out in a little while. Pandora Gaboa now leading Lipsig. They lead 14 to 13, so a little 14-0 run for PG. Van Buren leading Arcadia 15 to nothing at the half. Elmwood leading Riverdale 22 to 14, also at the half. In the NBC, Liberty Center leading Otsego 31 to nothing. O'Carver leads Port Clinton 35 to nothing. Delta is on top of Lake 24 to seven. Hopewell allowed in the 34 to six lead over Faustoria at the half. Evergreen leading Rossford 18 to six. Rossi on the seven nothing lead over Eastwood. And at the half also, Finley 42, Southview seven. Wow, wow. Southview was two and zero going into the game too. That's why I thought you were, t- you were telling me last week. That's why I was surprised. Uh, but uh, I, like I said, I'm a county boy. I stick to the county schools most of the time, so. Uh, I was, I was trusting your judgment, Lance. But, hey, you picked a good one this week. This, this, this game has lived up to all the hype, I believe. Two, two schools that probably are only going to play each other for one more year after this year. I mean, I mean, I know Arlington would love to try to, you know, win this after a 20-year drought. They can win tonight. They won last year. You know, and they got one more game next year unless they want to play non-league after I was that. Say, it would be, this, this would be nice as a non-league game. It would. It would, be, it, would. It, would, it would be quite the rivalry matchup, too, and you get it either the start of the year or week two in all likelihood. Yeah, week two. I think they're playing OG uh, next year, Liberty Benton OG, week two. The Herald for you, and if you don't kick, returnable for Liberty Benton, and finally going to be brought down all the way out to about the 41 that time for Liberty Benton, so quite the run back for the Eagles, and That'll, in fact, also do it for the third quarter as the score, 22-21, to 21, Arlington, the one-point lead over Liberty Benson. We'll step aside for a quick timeout, but come back and get your fours up. We'll be back to start the fourth quarter of action here from Liberty Benson. Listen to BBC Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBBI. For over 100 years, iron workers have been building America. Do you have what it takes to be an iron worker? Do you like to work with your hands? Do you like to be creative and solve problems? Do you like to be outdoors and don't mind getting dirty? With starting pay of $18 an hour and with medical and retirement benefits, there are ironworker jobs available in Northwest Ohio. To take your career to new heights, call the Ironworkers Local 55 Training Center at 419-382-3080 and build a better future. Seneca Millwork is now hiring. They have third shift general labor positions available with a starting pay of $17.51 an hour with a $0.25 shift differential for the third shift. Seneca Millwork offers medical, vision, dental, life insurance, and a 401k contribution. Apply online at SenecaMillwork.com or apply online through Indeed. Come work at Seneca Millwork located at 300 Court Place in Faustoria and part of the Ropey Holding Company family. We are here to start the fourth quarter, and that was quite the run for Liberty Benton to 
start off this fourth quarter for Seth Elkert as he's able to get out to right about midfield to start off this fourth quarter. 22 to 21, your score. Arlington the lead over Liberty Benton after a long drive by the Red Devils. Liberty Benton now back on the offensive side to start the fourth quarter. Yeah, a little motion jet sweep. Drew Mexer had him and just missed him. Great run by Elker there. Good first down for eight yards. So handed off this time up the middle. The first down for Liberty Benton as they hand that one off to Zach Elkert for the Liberty Benton first down. And I think that's one thing that kind of Liberty Benton has gone away from because I believe that's Zach Elkert's first carry of the second half. I was going to say, I would look for them to get the ball outside to the other Elker. That's Seth, right? You said Seth Elker? Yep. He was doing a lot in the first half. They've really kind of went away from him, or maybe um, the DBs for Arlington have come up a little bit more, but Arlington's um, done a good job defensively. And First and 10, they'll hand it to Mason Ma this time as he'll get a nice head of steam. He'll finally be brought down. He'll end up gaining about 11 yards. That'll be good enough for another Liberty Benton first down with 10.50 left to go. Yeah, Liberty's found something they like. They're running the ball, um, just wearing this Arlington defense down um, here late. See if Arlington come up with a stop here. Liberty, I, I don't think there's any secrets going to give the ball to Elker and Mod. See if Arlington come up with a stop. First and 10 coming up for Liberty Benson from the Arlington 36-yard line with 10 and a half minutes left to go in this one. See two receivers to the left, one to the right. They'll send a man in motion from left over to right, but this one will be blown dead for a false start. And again, I think that's only our second total penalty. We had a face mask in the first half and now this. And worth noting, each of these teams, very, very efficient and clean because Liberty Benton third least penalties. Or actually, no, I, I take that completely back. Liberty Benton has the third most penalties in the BBC. Arlington had the least coming into today, just six for 55 yards. And that has a lot to do with coaching, too. It's them both, both well-coached teams, and you know, sometimes it takes a few weeks to really get, get adjusted. But. Be a little jet sweep for Liberty Benson as they get it to Seth Elkert as he's able to get those penalty yards back, and then some as he's able to, looks like has enough for a first down, I believe, and yes, he does, so he'll pick up about 16 on that carry. Yeah, that's the same as the first play of the drive that we kind of missed there with the commercial break. They, jet, they motion him and just get handed to Elkert on the sweep. Um, Ken tried to keep contained there. Just He just kept going outside and got in the open field. When they're open in the open field, they're really hard to bring down. Elkert and Mod, um, very nice running backs here for Liberty Benton. First and 10 from the 26-4 Liberty Benton in Arlington territory. Two receivers left, one to the right. Split back, looking the gun with Lieb. They'll hand this one off. Mod with it. He'll take it back upfield as he's got a bunch of daylight ahead of him. He'll get into the end zone for the Liberty Benton touchdown with 9.29 left to go. Yeah, they just, they scissored both backs. They got two backs in the shotgun. The first one goes. The second one they give to try to create a little misdirection. And it was just open sales for, for Mod for a touchdown. Made it look easy. It seems, almost seems like the team's going to have the ball last. It's probably going to win this game at the rate it's going. It looks like Liberty might go for two here um, to push it up to seven. Looks like that's what they will do. So it looks like they will stick with the offense. You agree with this, Lance, or you think they should kick it? Uh, I think now would be the good time to try and get it back to seven. I don't think you needed it as much in the first half as you would need it, especially, like you said, if the team that has the ball last might win. 
Liberty Mountain wants to try and avoid that. Yeah, if Arlington could put together a drive, they might not get the ball back. So it'll be Mod Keeper this time as he will get in. No. No, I think they're going to say he was just shy. He was really close. He got chipped up at the two or three in air, tried to go down. Looks like his shoulder pad fell down just shy. I couldn't see where the ball was if he reached it out at all. And it looked like his helmet and shoulder pad hit down just shy of the goal line. He must have had his ball tucked away and didn't put it out in front of him. If he did, it would have been a, a two-point conversion successful. Instead, no good. So a little momentum for Arlington after, you know, really just getting cut up on that possession. I don't think Arlington really put up much resistance on that whole drive for Liberty Benton. I was going to say, that, that was kind of more reminiscent of the opening drive Agreed. from what we saw. Agree. They just, I mean, just run the ball, run the ball, run the ball um, is what they're doing. It looks like the Arlington defense has worn down most of these kids playing both ways for Arlington. Um, and you can tell they're, they're, they're undermanned. Like I said, what did you count the, count the players for Arlington? 30? 30, 28, 30, it was, I think it was 30 on rounds. the roster, but obviously some of them unable to play, whether it's by injury or otherwise. I know we've had a couple injured, so I think we've probably got about 25 dressed for Arlington does. Arlington has about 25 dressed. What would you count Liberty Benton at, 60? No, I think, I think it was in the 40s, 49. 49. 49. They probably had 60 last year. Okay. If I, if I were to guess. Makes sense. We'll see if Arlington can respond here. They really need to. Like I said, if they could put together a long drive, that would be ideal. It looks like they don't want I mean, to give the ball back to they, Liberty Benton. They did have a long drive on that last touchdown for them. Yep. So they've shown they can do it. Especially without Aiden Cavney. It seems like Drew Mexer settling in at running back there. So let's see. 9.30 left. Here with the 4 kick coming from Liberty Benton to Arlington. It's going to be returnable for Arlington about the four-yard line. And going to be hit right before the 20-yard line. I believe that was Caden Russell back there. And, and Arlington will get their offense back on the field with 9.23 remaining. And Liberty Benton now back up by five. they got to go 80 yards. Like I said, I don't know how long that last time possession was. I know it was a longer drive, but nine minutes seems like a long I time think, to hold on to it. I but. think it was about a six-minute drive. Six minutes. Seems like because they both had the ball, and then Arlington had it the entire quarter, basically. Because they scored right before the quarter was ending. Arlington just got to take it one play at a time, see if they can get put some, put together some first downs. First and 10 for Arlington from their own 20. Go back dive right up the middle, this time for Russell, as he's able to get to about the 25 for a solid game that time of about five. <laughs> just seems like Arlington has about four plays that they're running. Um, this dive option left and right, and then they're sprinkling in some play action and passing. They've done a good job of doing that, uh, mixing that up in the second half, and see if they can do it one more time here in this, this possession. Second down and five from the 25 for Arlington. So it'll be end up another fullback dive on the option play. Won't be as successful, but will still be fairly successful. So they get about four, bring up a third and one. It's a great start to this drive. You get, a, you get a four and a five yard, you're looking at a third and one. That's where Arlington really likes to be on third down. They don't really want those third and longs. So see if they can move the chains here and, and keep it going. Third down and one coming up for Arlington. 8-20 left to go here. Fourth quarter of action as Liberty Benson currently the 27-22 lead. But Arlington with the ball. Two backs behind Haycock. Bill handed off yet again. And forward progress is going to keep it from... 
being a total loss, but it will be a no gain and bring up a fourth and short. Yep, it was dive option left there, and they just Liberty just closed that down. Great job by the front four and linebackers. It, nothing going. It feels like Arlington probably needs to go for this. I know that's hard to say in, on their own 29, but it feels like they got to get this first down. You don't want to give the ball back to Liberty Benton. They they didn't they didn't even show any signs of stopping them last time. Looks like the offense will stay on the field. Fourth and one from the 29. 7:36 left to go. Haycock. Uh, keeper, he'll get it and then some as he's going to get out to about the 33-yard line. Risky call. <laughs> Risky call by McGrain. He uh, trusts his sophomore quarterback to find the hole there on the QB sneak. Looks like Trent Hickok just finds the A-gap that, that he he sees open and just goes with it. So, gutsy call. First down for the Red Devils. Be first and 10 for Arlington from their own 33. 7.15 left to go. We're in the five-point lead, but Arlington with the ball. We'll see one receiver to the right, two backs behind Haycock. Fullback dive once again. They hand it off to Russell. So get out to about the 36 for a gain of three. Yeah, I wonder if Coach McGrain will uh, take his time getting these plays in, too, if you can turn a couple more seconds off as you're, as you're taking this drive down. But it's already under seven minutes. Um, I mean, Arlington's not very... Um, they certainly they don't, don't have lots they, of options. They also, they also certainly don't seem to be in a hurry. Yeah, I agree. And they're in the same form. They've been almost in the same formation almost every time tonight. Double tights with one receiver. Um, just running this dive option every time. Second and seven option play. Haycock will end up keeping it. Won't be too much there. He's going to end up being brought back, but forward progress will get him a yard. Yep, third and six. Like I said, this is a little longer than I always would like. Um, I would like to see him try to pass on first or second down to maybe catch Liberty by surprise. Now, Liberty knows the passing down for Arlington. Let's see if they can come up, try to find Luke Mexer. That's been his favorite target um, here tonight. Um, that's why I'd be keeping my eye on if I was Liberty Benton defense. So to be third and six for Arlington. Under six minutes left to go. Ball on the 37-yard line. Haycock will play action fake. He'll look to throw across the middle. Has his man as that's going to be caught by Max Jolliffe as he'll get into Liberty Benton territory just past the 50. Yeah, just hit him on a slant. They looks like they ran the tight end down, took the safety deep, um, then got him underneath the, the seam there, and Max Jolliffe got hit pretty good. He's not getting back up. I didn't see if it's a cramp. Okay, it looks like they're stretching his leg for a cramp. Um, something I was worried about before the game, but we hadn't seen much of it. The only stoppage of play has been uh, injured players, like you said, with no flags, but it was a great throw and catch say, on think, third and long. I think we've had one flag on each team, so it's been a pretty clean game. It's been a great game. It's not even 9 o'clock yet, too, so. Great game. Great weather. Just a beautiful night. Just a beautiful fall night. It's been so hot. It's supposed to get hot again next week, but just a beautiful night for football. Um, really, really, really great game, Lance. You really chose the best game of the week. Is that your job to choose all these games? That's You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> I picked the games by and large. I have some help when needed, but. It looks like Jolliffe just had a cramp on his right leg. I, for a second, I didn't know if he got his bell rung, but then they were stretching his leg, so I think he just had a cramp in his right calf. I think he'll be all right. Get some Gatorade, get some stretches, and just, hopefully just, he'll be back out. I don't just, think I'll get afford another injury. Just, just, for, just for anyone out there, neither of us are doctors. <laughs> we are just saying based on what we see. <laughs> true, very true. And we're kind of far away. This and the yes, uh, Arlington and is on the other side. <laughs> 
But now we are ready to resume. It'll be first and 10 for Arlington after the big passing play. They get into the Woodbatten territory at the 47. Haycock will go under center. Option play will end up keeping it as he goes forward. And again, he'll be brought backwards. But the forward progress looks like it'll get him maybe a half yard, but looking more like a no game. Yeah, it looks like Liberty Benton's doing, they're just, they're blitzing people now. They're just bringing linebackers. They're, they're bringing whoever. Haycock had no had nowhere to go. I don't think he could have pitched that one. He had nothing up the middle. Just option left, and Liberty was all over it. Great defense by them. They said, I would look for Arlington maybe to pass here, maybe try to catch him on surprise here. But because Liberty's in a 5-3 with three DBs, so maybe if they can get these tight ends out in the pass lane, maybe hit Russell out of the backfield or something. Taking on in 10 from the 47 for Arlington. Play action play. Haycock will look to throw. Has to step in the pocket. Has to just tuck and run as he'll be able to get some yards as just a big pile of people at the end of that yard run as he'll get to about the 43. So solid gain after having to escape the pocket. Yeah, Haycock's a hard, hard tough-nosed kid. He little play action. He, he did a good job. He felt the pressure. He stepped up and just got what he could out of that. Got five or six yards. Made this third manageable here for the Devils. They don't want to be in a third and ten, I can tell you that. Down to 4.15 remaining. 27-22 is your score. Liberty Benson with the lead, but Arlington with the ball, and they are in Liberty Benson territory. Be third and six from the LB. 43 for Arlington. Just one receiver to the left. Hancock, another play-action play as he'll throw across the middle. Has his man for a first down and some more. As it'll again be Luke Metzger for a big passing play for Arlington for another first down. Yeah, it was just a play-action. They drug Luke Metzger across the formation. Um, just behind the linebackers, he's wide open. Did a good job of securing the football and just getting enough to get that first down. First and 10 for Arlington from the 33. Down to 345 remaining. Five-point advantage for Liberty Benson, but Arlington driving right down the field as they have it on the 33. The calculations aren't far off, Lance, here with 3.30 left. I don't think Arlington's in a big hurry still, just yet. First and 10 from the 33 for Arlington. Haycock, another play-action play, so look to throw yet again as that one's going to be caught and running in, just going to be caught barely from behind. They were able to get it to Max Jolliffe on a Great little corner out that time, it appears, as that's going to be another Arlington first down with 3.17 to go. Yeah, great play call by Coach Gavin and Coach McGrain. A little, little play action. Like you said, a little, little post, post corner, fake the post, hit the corner. Uh, he made the first guy miss. I thought he was going to score there. Got it inside the 10 down to the 9-yard line. So we'll now make it, though, first and goal for Arlington. Be under three minutes by the time this next play is snapped. Down to just eight on the play clock. This one receiver left side, Haycock. Oh, and it'll end up handing that one off, but not too much doing. Another game tackle that brings them back beyond where the line of scrimmage was, but will be a game of about two with forward progress. With Liberty staying in that 5-3 with only three DBs, it feels like Arlington still needs to play action pass again, but I think it's got to be in the back of the coach's mind not to score with three minutes to go, give Liberty Benton the ball back. Um, but I think you got to score here um, when you when the opportunity presents itself. If you see a weakness in the defense and you can and you can expose it, I think Arlington's got to take advantage of it. But and still run the clock. Was that a timeout, Lance? That was. Yep, it was a Liberty Benton timeout. Liberty timeout. Oh, and I'll, I'll I'll have you put your coach's hat on. Is something you are known to do. Two forty-five left. First and goal from the nine. If you're Liberty Benton, do you want him to score now, or actually try and stop it? 
I think Liberty's definitely going to try to stop them. This is, I mean, it's second and nine already. They they ran that first down, so you got second. So there's two more plays here. So and they they got that was their first time out. That used. was their they first time out. We're down to two forty-five left. I don't think you can let them score. Not in a game like this. You don't want them to get any more momentum. Um, I think you just got to stand tall. And I understand what you're saying, but I, I would. I think I would just because of the score, the way it is. Yeah. I think if it was tied. Maybe more so, just because then it's, you know, an, an even score, quote-unquote, even though it's technically an odd number. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's hard when they got it to the 9. Arlington can't get a first down, and it's hard to score when you get inside the 10 here. So, I mean, it shrinks the field down. Especially, especially because you different. have to get a touchdown yeah, because of it being five yep. points. Yep. And Liberty's got faith in their defense. They're not they're not going to back down here. They, they think they're going to get a stop. Second and goal from the 9. Haycock, a look to throw, has his man on the far side. It's going to be caught is the, in the end zone. Yes, he is. Touchdown, Arlington with 2.40 left to go. This is why you get paid the big bucks, Lance. You said three minutes, Liberty would probably get the ball back, and you're pretty dang close. Play action just hit. Um, that was Luke Mexker again, I think, out in the flats there um, for a touchdown. I, I think that's the right thing. Arlington has to do that. you got to rely on your defense to come up with a stop here. I think Arlington's got to go for two here. Up one with 2.40 left. I think they got to go for two to get up by three. I would assume Liberty Benton kickers are pretty good when he's been kicking it to the to the end zone nearly all night. So um, got to go for two. It's an important two-point conversion here. And since you brought it up, uh, Garrett Nealis is coming in today. He was eight for eight on his PATs and one for one on his field goal tries. Don't know how far of a field goal it was, but it was a field goal nonetheless. Hey, that's, you got the stats. That's, that's, good, that's good to know. Is that, is that Aiden Cavani coming back in? He, I mean, if, if he's on a special team, that could be why. No, they're going for two, Arlington is. That's Aiden But Cavani that's true. But yes, I, yeah. I don't know. I, just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like you you saw him apply it, so I don't know. But yeah, it looks like Arlington now will uh, call the timeout because of the nature of this two-point conversion with 2.40 left to go, 28-27 to score Arlington. The one-point lead trying to get that to three with a two-point conversion. What a great game. What a great game, Lance. Enjoyed this this game. It's been an awesome game. So, again, I'll ask you to put your coach's hat on. Do you do anything besides have Trenton just try and get two or three yards, however many you need, or do you look to do something else? I would I would go back to this play action. They've been hitting their tight ends. I think you got to do that. Like you're, you're, you're asking Coach McGrain to pass again when again, he passes yeah. when he needs to, not when he wants and we need to. The, and Arlington needs to pass right now. I mean, I think Trenton's gotten those QB sneaks from one yard. This is a three-yard sneak. I don't like that. Um, so, I mean, I, I'll be looking for a toss or a play action to one of those tight ends um, or maybe back to that post corner to Jolliffe. I would expect Jolliffe to be a wide receiver um, for this play. But they do have – if Aiden Cavani's in, I mean, a little toss to him. Um, when he scored here down here in the first half, could be a good two-point conversion play as well. Or you use Aiden as a decoy That's and just try and see, because he's been the guy when he's been in more times than not to get the ball. That's a good that's, that's good thinking. I agree. Maybe motion him, see if he gets people looking that way. That's an idea. We'll see. Two-point conversion coming up for Arlington to give them a potential three-point lead. See two receivers to the right. Acock will go under center. He'll end up play action to fake it again. He has to roll and has a man wide open. And that is, in fact, Aiden Cavani for the two-point catch to add on to the Arlington lead with 2.40 left to go. Wow. 
play action. Cavani came right out of the backfield of the right halfback, slipped away. Trent did a good job of extending the play, bounced out. Nobody was around Aiden Cavani on the right side of the end zone, and he just flicked it out to him and called and, it for a two-point conversion. And that is mostly because of how many guys they blitzed. Hey, they had the same thinking of you, Lance. They thought it was going to go up the middle just like everybody else, and Arlington got it outside. Great play call by Coach McGrain, and uh, now Arlington needs to come up with a stop here up 30-27 to 27 with 2.40 left. Crazy game. That's one way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I wouldn't have said the last team gets the ball is going to win, but I think I feel uh, Liberty Benton has been unstoppable on offense. They have been unstoppable um, the second half with their running game. And I, I think Liberty could still run the ball with 240 left and get down there. I usually don't put this into the atmosphere, but it was at this very location that they went to overtime a few years ago. Oh, I remember. I was here. <laughs> so so was I. There was a weather delay. It took a while. Theobald got hurt in overtime is what I remember. And uh, that didn't help Arlington that night because he was our stud running back that year. Arlington's stud running back that year. So, yes, there's been some good games. I think you brought that up before. I know it's been a lopsided rivalry the it last was, 20 years. There's been so many The, la games, the last, so many the last few games. years, I mean, there's been some outliers, but... Last year, it was obviously a close game, came right down to the wire. There's some big, some good ones over at Doc Caster as well that I've been there to watch as well that have been right down to the wire. And it's just, like you said, it's a great rivalry regardless. And um, Which is, in fact, why I'm saying they should keep playing it in the non-conference. <laughs> You're building my argument for me. <laughs> hey, I don't make those decisions. No, so that's no, you don't. And, uh, but the person who does may be listening. <laughs> You are right. And you, you've got some valid points, Lance. I can admit when I'm wrong, okay? <laughs> I can admit when I'm wrong. The Harold Florian, if you know him, kick will be kicked away. Returnable for Liberty Benton to Mod. He actually does briefly bobble it, but a big lane opened up, and he has got a lot of daylight ahead of him. He has just one guy to beat as he will cut it back inside. Mason Mod to the five. Inside. Touchdown. Mason Mod for 22 seconds left in this Wow. <laughs> Sometimes fumbling works, and the kickoffs are the example of that. Yeah, you see it all the time when someone drops a kick or a punt, and then everybody, like, thinks it's going to be one way. He just picked it up. I saw the Arlington kid, um, get, he got hit pretty good, and then the hole just opened up. It was just clear, clear, just green grass for him running there was no one there i don't know where the kicker was i know the kicker has been called out a couple times for making these tackles i didn't see him that time max jolly was the only one with an angle and mod did a great job of cutting back on him it appears there was a penalty after the touchdown i, th I think it was against liberty benson but the touchdown does still stand uh, I, I, think, I think it was a celebration penalty was it? i did not see it i was looking at the injured player for arlington That was Will Johnson, senior, that got hurt. I, I saw him get decleated on that, and that opened up a huge lane. I was going to say he was kind. He he would have been the next yeah. line of defense, but he was on the on the ground. Yes, I don't know if he got hit early. I I was watching the ball. I think everybody's watching the ball hit the ground after Mod dropped it, then picked it back up, went up the right sideline. There was no one there for Arlington. That's where we'll have a whistle for. yet again. So they didn't back him up. The refs did not back up if there was a penalty. Are they? Are Arlington's allowed to take that on the kickoff, I assume? I, I believe so. Okay, okay. I believe so. I mean, Coach McGrain could have taken it here to be down three with 223, but he chose to take it on the kickoff. You can back this extra point up, make this harder, and keep it a three-point game. 
It's an interesting decision by Coach McCrane. We did have a, another penalty, but was declined. And now the PAT up, and it is good. That'll make it 34 to 30 with 2.23 left to go here in this one off of a kick return touchdown by Mason Mott after initially fumbling it. Hey, big time play for Senior just making a play. When Liberty Bent needed it the most, he made the, the biggest play of the night. There's been a lot of big plays tonight. And none bigger than that one. Um, just a great response by Liberty Benton. They were feeling, you can feel the emotion, uh, the, the ties, the energy turned to Arlington side, and one kick return can change it as, all. As much as Arlington would not want to go down, obviously, they now do get the ball back. Yeah, you, right. obviously, obviously, you would much rather have the lead, but you do now still have 223. You have two timeouts. You got plenty of time still. Lance, was there a penalty then? Because they're still kicking from the 40, and there wasn't one on the extra point. I'm confused. Unless it was another penalty that was declined. It must have been another penalty on Arlington. Okay. I didn't see the flag. You had said that, so I was... I I didn't see the flag itself. I just saw the ref making motions. Okay, okay, okay. Well, regardless, there was no flag, apparently, because they're kicking off from the 40, and there wasn't a penalty on the extra point. So Arlington's going to have to go the distance here pending this kick return. Aiden Cavani is back to return this. Being said for another Harold Florian funeral kick with 2.23 left to go. Four-point lead for Liberty Benson. Returnable for Arlington back at about the five-yard line. As that's Jolliffe on the return as he'll get stopped just past the 20. Onto the 21. So that's where we'll see the Arlington offense come back on the field with now down to 2.15 left to go. Still two timeouts remaining for each of these teams. And one thing you got to like if you're Coach McGrain, now that you have to go back on offense again, the pass game was working on that last drive. If they can mix it up, that bodes well for Arlington, even if they do have to go 79 yards. The tempo that Arlington plays at does not bode well with 2.15 left for them to do that. Now it looks like they're in the shotgun with four wides. They're already out of character. They haven't changed formations much of all night. First and send for Arlington as they will throw, as that one will fall incomplete as they were... Looking for Max Jolliffe on the near side. Yeah, they're coming out trying to pass here, um, knowing they're they're behind the chains here with two two minutes. I thought they would come out and uh, still try to run it here with two twelve. It's not like it's under two minutes, but I am wrong. They're in the pistol with one back, two by two set. Second down and ten for Arlington. Haycock will look to throw. He's looking across the middle, and that's going to be caught by Aiden Cavani as he went up over two defenders, maybe even three. For a big Arlington first down with 2.05 to go. Aiden Cavani, just, he just needed the third quarter off. He's back now. He is back. Great throw by Trent Haycock on a little corner route. Um, Cavani went up, got his highest point. First and 10 for Arlington for the 42. Quarterback keeper for Haycock by design. And it looks like he'll be stopped at about the 46. I don't believe, though, he got out of bounds. No, he did not. So the clock will continue to run. There's, there's plenty of time here with, with 145, but I still think, yeah, the urgency's there for Arlington. They're not huddling. They're up. Two by two formation. Second down and six for Arlington. Haycock has to escape some pressure and ends up falling. And I think he attempted to throw it and end up fumbling the ball. Still waiting for official single. Liberty Benton says they have it. And 
And yes, they do as Liberty Benton comes up with it as Haycock was trying to throw it away and ends up fumbling it instead. Liberty Benton will take over. Yeah, the pressure came from the outside on the edge. And he, he tried to bounce away and couldn't get it. And it looked like he was doing a Brett Favre little, little underhand pass and the refs didn't see it that way and um, called it a fumble. And it is what the refs call it is. I, it didn't look like he had much going on that, so I can see why it was called that way. The ball didn't go much forward, I can tell you that. Big play by Liberty Benton defense here and uh, pretty much all but seals the game. So Liberty Benton will take over. In Arlington territory at the 41, just 126 remaining, a four-point lead for Liberty Benson over Arlington. So we'll see Liberty Benton offense now back on the field. We'll have a flag come in. I think too many men on the field. And they call illegal substitution, so... Too many men on the field before the play started. You have 12 men, can't have that. I mean, you can put your, your mass skills to work here, Lance. Arlton's got two timeouts with 126, so I mean, Liberty just needs to run two times, burn those two timeouts, and best case scenario for Arlton would be getting the ball back under 30 seconds inside their own 20, would be my guess, which would be a tall task. Unless, you know, crazier things have happened. Um, Liberty needs to keep both hands on the ball and secure the ball and just get what they can get and get down. First and 15 for Liberty Benson. It's going to be a keeper up the middle. Ahmad back in there as the Wildcat style quarterback that time. Yeah, I wouldn't look for Liberty Benton to throw a pass here. That would only benefit Arlington if it was incomplete. So it's going to probably going to be Mod in the shotgun and him just going forward um, these next two plays and probably happily doing a little pooch punt here to make Arlington go the distance. Did have another timeout taken that time by Arlington with 121 left to go here in this one again 34 to 30 is your score Liberty Benson with the advantage right now over Arlington of course stay tuned in following our coverage for the NWO Orthopedics scoreboard show as Barton Trayvon will recap all the action for week number three of the high school football season another interesting slate of games around the area We're just about ready to resume following the timeout. Second down and 11 for Liberty Benson. Two receivers right, one to the left. On the Arlington 42. Another quarterback keeper for Mott as he will get into the secondary yet again as he will try to would presume to stay in bounds and that's exactly what he'll do as he'll end up getting sconted about the 13-yard line for another big Liberty Benton first down with 1.11 to go. Yeah, smart play by Maude. He busted it right through there, got to the outside. Um, I thought he was going to get forced out, but he put his shoulder down, made sure he stayed in bounds uh, not to go outside and go out of bounds to give Arlington a stoppage of, of play on the clock. And now we will see Coach Pagrain take his final timeout with 107 left to go. A four-point lead for Liberty Benton as they get into the red zone once again. Yeah. Liberty Benton, you got to tip your hats. Their offense, they did a good job. They made some adjustments, tried to throw it early and decided, hey, we just need to run this ball. Uh, Arlington can't stop us running the ball, and that's what they did. Um, they were throwing those hitches earlier. Defense made an adjustment. Arlington came up on those, and it's just been a lot of Elker and Mod and 
not much the Arlington defense can do inside those tackles. And credits in the Liberty Benton offensive line. They really were opening up holes, and the running backs are running hard tonight. Um, that was the difference in this game. Arlington fought like crazy undermanned. It uh, just doesn't seem like they're going to have enough tonight to pull it out. You know something, Jimmy? Football's weird. You know why I say that? Kerry's beating Lima Central Catholic 28-7. to <laughs> That is weird. Because now Liberty Benson will just take a knee. You only have to do that, I think, two more times before we come to an end. Maybe just one more. So we're down now to just 55 seconds remaining. Yeah. Kerry leads 28-7. to I know Lima Central, I think Lima Central Catholic lost their first two games, but so did Kerry. And I know they at least have their quarterback back for LCC, so... It's all about matchups sometimes, Lance. That's how it is. And, and, so. another, and another shocker, I know this is a little out of your neck of the woods. Monroeville 40, Seneca East 13. Monroeville was un, was 0-10 last year. Wow. Crazy. As we see Mon take another knee, and that will just about put the finishing touches on this one as we get down to 18 seconds remaining. Liberty Benson going to come away with a 34-30 win over Arlington. Hats off to the Red Devils. They, they came out and gave everything they had. You know, under, under man, really, we got some injuries to Agapio. Arlington had, there, there was a number one running back coming into the year, and uh, without Wyatt Berry, they're um, the, one of their best offensive and defensive linemen. And then to lose Cavani there halfway through that game, and he did come back in there to spark him a little bit. Um, I really just think it was a great hard-fought um, game by the Red Devils, but Liberty did just enough. To get it done at the end, made 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 one more play than Arlington did. And, um, great high school football game. With that, we'll go ahead and step aside for a quick timeout. Then we'll come back and wrap this one up here from Liberty Benson again, 34 to 30. Your score, Liberty Benson, coming away with a win today over Arlington. You've been listening to BBC Football and Classic at 96.7 WBBI. Getting the kids to practice on time, remembering if it's your day to bring snacks, making it to the game with a clean jersey. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. Auto owners works with independent agents who answer when you call, so you can worry about more important things, like whether your kid is going to run toward first or third base. That's simple human sense. Ask Financial Design Insurance Agency in New Regal if auto owners make sense for you. Great news, Fostoria. The new watershed near the corner of 4th and Finley Streets is now open. This watershed offers another convenient location in the southwest corner of town to purchase pure water. You can also use the watershed off of Plaza Drive. Both watersheds are open 24-7 every day of the year. So grab your quarters and your containers and head to the closest watershed near you. For more info, go to nwwsd.org. Are you thinking about new flooring for your home? Snyder's Floor Covering Outlet in Bettsville is here for you. You can either come to our store or they can bring the samples to you with many new carpet and vinyl styles and colors in stock. Snyder's also offers 12-month financing and no charge measuring and estimates. Call today, 986-5599. That's 986-5599. Stop in and see our newly renovated showroom. Thank you for continuing to support Snyder's Floor Covering. Snyder's Floor Covering. No job too big or too small. Snyder's does it all. At Blanchard Valley Health System, we're looking for individuals to join our family of professionals. We require compassion, dedication, and the desire to make a difference in a fast-paced healthcare environment. 
Jobs are available in clinical and support services. We offer competitive wages and benefits. The culture of BVHS is unique and rewarding. Visit bvhealthsystem.org backslash careers to search our current openings. Blanchard Valley Health System, we're here for you. We know what it takes. We've done it all. At Five Star Maintenance and Construction, we've built our crew on the foundation of dedication, hard work, and pride. Pride in a job well done that exceeds our clients' expectations and is executed with precision from start to finish. Welcome to Five Star Maintenance and Construction. We have been a leader in the industry of property preservation and construction management in Northwest Ohio. Each division of Five Star has a seasoned team to tackle even the most challenging property preservation and a dedicated on-site property manager for each property. Five Star Maintenance. We know what it takes. Looking for a job with a great company? Ropey Corporation has several positions available. They have general labor positions with a starting pay of $19.41 an hour with a raise after 90 days. There are currently second and third shift positions open. To apply, go to ropey.com and find career opportunities under the company tab. Come work for one of Northwest Ohio's best companies, privately held and family driven. The deals are hot, the inventory is plentiful, and buying a new-to-you car is fun with the guys at Warner Economy Corner. All new inventory is spicing things up on the corner of Blanchard and Blanchard, and there are some unique vehicles to choose from. If it's price, customer service, or inventory, Warner Economy Corner has it all. Visit today for the best deals around. Trade or no trade, we can work with you. Visit Warner Economy Corner today. Aquinar here from Liberty Benson, your site of today's action. BBC Football and Classic, it's 96.7 WBVI Online through WBVI.com. 34-30, your final score here tonight is Liberty Benson able to come away with the win, thanks in part to the efforts we saw from Mason Mod as he contributed to every Liberty Benton touchdown, in fact, as he had four that he himself put into the end zone, whether it was on a run or on a kick return. But he also threw the touchdown to Seth Elkert before he shifted over to running back in place of Trevin Leap. Yeah, Elkers, Elkers caught the ball, ran the ball. Both of them did a nice job for Liberty Benton. Um, and Maude, when they put him at halfback, was, was doing that, was running it hard. Like I said, I, I think Leap did a nice job of stepping in, too, at quarterback. I mean, they didn't seem to miss a beat when he was there. He did a good job. It was commanding the offense, just getting the players in the right spot. Um, you know, it is just sometimes just handing the ball off or throwing little passes, but those are still important. Um, a little shout-out to him as well. Just up front, Liberty Benton was opening up some big holes. I know the linemen don't sometimes get the credit they deserve, but, man, they they were they were, they were opening up some holes against the Arlington 3-4 defense tonight. And you just look at what we saw. Both halves were very competitive halves, as, you know, the score was 21-15 to 15 at the half. It kind of started a little slow as each team had a three and out on the first drive of the second half, but then long touchdown from Arlington and then, Liberty Benton was able to get stuff going early on in the fourth, and the kick return from Mason Mod was what ended up putting things over the edge for Liberty Benton. But, I mean, as as someone who's seen as much Arlington football as you have, yes, it probably was maybe a touch ill-advised that they went to four wide as quick as they did in the latter parts of the game, but the emergence of the passing game was what allowed them to take the lead they did before that kick return. Yeah, Trent did a nice job. Trent Haycock did a nice job of finding... Um, you know, it really was just mixing it up because you saw how many people Liberty Benton had in the box. There's, they're putting eight eight guys in the box trying to stop the run because Arlington was just killing them with a dive option, dive read, 
every time. So they had to put that many people in the box to stop it. Then they, they got the play action going. I would have liked to have seen Arlington come out and try that for the first minute of that and then go to the four wide, in my opinion. Um, but, hey, when they threw that one down the, down the field to Cavani, I was, I was thinking maybe there's some life there. Then you just hate to see the game kind of end like that. Kind of on a kickoff to begin with. I would have rather have seen Liberty you know, drive the field and score that way. But, hey, I'm sure Liberty's going to take it any way they can get it. But then Trenton Hickok fumble in that to end the game. It was just a shocking way to end a football game. And it was kind of like almost in awe when you saw that kickoff going back. I know both of you, me and you were both looking at it like, <laughs> what is going on? I'm sure the people listening were like, what is happening? And we're both like stunned by how wide open it, it, it had opened. The, the Red Sea had parted. Because once he got open. past... I'd say like the 35. Is, no he, he he had one guy to beat. He cut it back inside and, and he was gone. It was you you don't see them usually open up that way in a high school football game. Yeah, like it, like it was what you were talking about when you drop that kickoff and everybody kind of swarms in and then people get out of their lanes and there it was. I didn't see it. I mean, Max Joff was the only one for Arlington that had an angle on him. I mean, it just seemed like Liberty Bay. But even everyone then, got a block. But even almost. then, aside from Maude, there were two other guys there for LB up right there with him. Posting him there, yeah. It was just a stunning, um, stunning way to end up just a, a great game. I mean, you know, you could tip your hat to Arlington, too. They, they played hard. They battled all night and um, just didn't make didn't make enough plays. Liberty made one more play than them tonight and um, ended up on the wrong side. Well, I mean, you kind of alluded to it before we ended the fourth quarter part of the broadcast, but... The fact that Arlington, they lose Braden Agapiu, who was going to be one of your prime, primary running backs. He was unable to play. We knew that well before now, but still it was something they had to adjust to. You mostly lose Cavani. He played in the first half sparingly in the, in the latter parts of the second half, but you were down two of your primary ball carriers, and even still, you're a botched kick away from possibly winning this game. It just goes to show what Arlington can do when they do have to go with that, like you said, next man up mentality. Yeah, that, that is, I mean, that's a positive thing. They should be coming out of this game feeling positive. I mean, able to beat just about anybody on their schedule um, from here on out. I know that's three away games. I was listening to the pregame on the way here. I hadn't realized Arlington had played three straight away games. That's last, a hard way to the start. Last time they were at home was the scrimmage yeah. we saw. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's a hard start, especially coming over here to Liberty Benton, um, Hard Northern Allen East. I mean, those are three quality opponents, um, you know, one and two after those three. I think, you know, I mean, I think Drew Mexer really stepped up um, in the absence of Cavani. I uh, said so that's the other thing. Like, it got you out. And then Barry not here. I mean, those guys play both ways. Yeah, you know, it's not, you're almost like losing two people because you're losing your running back and you're losing your outside linebacker. You're losing your left, um, your right tackle, and your defensive end. So I mean, those are the things. So sometimes those aren't just like a plug and play one player. Right. You got to find two players to play those positions. And then you move, lose Aiden that was making almost every single play for Arlington in the first half to go down say, on had, the touchdown. He had run. both of their touchdowns yes. in the first half, and he had that nice kickoff return. So I mean, it was just. Just wasn't Arlington's night tonight, and they, they fought. They were resilient, and it looked like they were going to pull it off there for a second until they kicked the ball off. Um, so, I mean, credit to them. I mean, Haycock played a heck of a game, too, at quarterback. I mean, I know he had that last turnover, but, man, he made some big plays, like you said, pushing the ball down the field, running the ball. Um, I mean, the, the future's bright for him and, and Arlington at the quarterback position as a sophomore. But really, really, really just two well-coached teams battling out here on a rivalry game. Um, it's just great Friday night football. So that'll just about do it for us here today. Before we go, we do have to award our player of the game, and each team does have some solid options. 
Cavani had some touchdowns. Haycock had a touchdown run of his own. Seth Elkert had a touchdown. He was a chunk of Liberty Benton's offense, but Mason Mott had four touchdowns himself and threw for one. He had the kick return that sealed the game. He's going to be our player of the game tonight. No doubt about it. He was he was the best player on the field tonight. Um, he definitely earned it. So that'll just about again do it for us here tonight. Thank you for listening to our coverage of BBC Football and Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI online wbvi.com a big thank you as well to our producer for tonight pushing all the buttons making sure we were heard on classic hits bart wilson back at the tri-county broadcasting studios doing of course the lord's work and of course before we go we'll have more high school football for you tomorrow don't get uh don't don't get don't don't do anything too early because we're going to be on the air a little bit before one o'clock we'll have macomb taking on beechcroft from columbus so that should be a fun one over at macomb and you can join Jimmy Nicholson and I once again for that one tomorrow. And I, we're both excited, I believe, as well, just to see Macomb because we haven't seen Macomb yet. Yeah, Macomb um, seems like they're impressive after those first week scores. I mean, Algie just, he never stops. They just they seem to have running backs for days that they can hand the ball to that run it hard. And they're a hard-nosed football team. And, I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the state of Ohio, definitely in the area. And um, he's always got Macomb ready to go no matter what the numbers are. And, of, in their program, but uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch a little uh, Saturday afternoon high school football. I don't know if I've uh, been to one of those in a long time since a playoff game would be the only time I've been to one of those. Uh, it's my first afternoon game in a while. I don't know if it's ever at least for football, but it's my first in a while. So I, just, I, I know um, I've been a few. It's probably been. Age me here 20, <laughs> 20 years when Coach Oates was coach. I think we played like a Saturday morning against Macomb is what kind of made me think of that. It was a Saturday afternoon, like at 3, I think, not 1 o'clock. It's supposed to be hot tomorrow, too, so hopefully the kids stay hydrated and uh, we have a good one. I'm not sure what's going to be. I'm, I'm not really familiar with the other team that Macomb's playing, but I would expect Macomb to I've done, to I've take, done as much research as I can. We'll, we'll we'll talk about all the nitty gritty tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for tomorrow. Well, you're, the the crew here at ninety six seven still, sure does love the BBC, and I think they'll take care of business tomorrow. Macomb and um, and Algie will will have them ready to go, but we'll see. It'd be interesting. I'd be interested to see what the crowd will be on a Saturday afternoon as well. I mean, since they're the only show in town, um, see if anyone will come out. I, I also am curious how much of the Beechcroft contingent will yeah. be up there, especially. Speechcroft is in Columbus, and Ohio State <laughs> plays a little after the game. So, yeah, they won't have much. <laughs> you consider they move high school events for Ohio State football? Well, right. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned in for the NWO Orthopedics Scoreboard Show from the Fricker Studios. Barton Trayvon will recap all the action for Week Three of high school football. Former broadcast partner Jimmy Nicholson is Lance Morris signing off. From Liberty Benton, thank you for listening to our coverage of high school football here tonight on Classic. It's 96.7. One final time, Liberty Benton, a 34-30 win over Arlington. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. What time is it? Sadly, we're out of time. Yes, you've been listening to high school football right here on Classic. It's 96.7 WBVI and online at WBVI.com. And it's been brought to you by... Frickers, Warner Automotive, Blanchard Valley Health System, by Rotor Rooter, Bigby Coffee, Iron Workers Local 55, by Harold Floriana Funeral Hall, Northwestern Water and Sewer District, Wilson Tire, by Grit. 
MJ Brown Construction Company, Premier Bank, by Campus Poly Eyes, Financial Design Insurance Agency, Snyder's Flooring Outlet, by Ohio Automotive Supply, Seneca Millwork, and by the Ropey Corporation. Anyway, one last item of business before we go. Join us again next time for another great matchup of high school football. A production of TCB Holdings Incorporated.